1: intervened on behalf
0: And now, coming to you live from atop the Goldenrod City Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Puckle TCGcast.
2: Welcome, welcome to. Episode 18 of the Puckle Pokemon TCG cast. Your host, myself, Lord Jashiro. And of course, Puckle here stands for Pokemon Underground Champions League, a nonsensical name that Thatch came in and we're running with it. And with me, of course, I have two amazing hosts with me. Let's start with, some say that he once heard that nothing can kill him. So he tracked down nothing and killed it. It's Sublime Manic.
0: While Riot is the language of the unheard, happy Martin Luther King Day, y'all, which is when we're recording.
2: Which, thank you, so I said I was going to do it and didn't do it. Today we're recording on Monday, January 16, 2017. I have to start doing this more often. But, of course, moving on to our next host, some say that while other children were playing in the sand, he was playing in concrete. It's Gator.
1: Hello, everybody. Death to a Vettel. Um... (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> wow, starting out with a very controversial Never. topic there And we have one big, big episode for you guys today Of course, we, there's a lot of news going out There's uh, a lot of information running around But we're going to go ahead and ignore all of that Because we have our civic duty To bring to you what is, finally, the Cast review For none other than Sun and Moon base set Which is being released soon, in February 3rd. So, let's go ahead and jump straight to that because we have so much to talk about. We got no time for dilly-dallying. So, let's go to Tropical Beach. Welcome to Tropical Beach. And we are back in our segment of Tropical Beach. And, of course, we're going to discuss what is, what everybody's been waiting for, none other than... The full set review, well not full set, but the review for Sun and Moon base set, and <laughs> there's some amazing cards in this set worth talking about that's for sure, and some cards that we have no idea what happened, but let's go ahead and start this with the first one which is Serena, now Serena is a stage 2 grass Pokemon, it has 140 HP And it has an ability, that ability is once during your turn when you play this card from your hand to evolve one of your Pokemon, you may use this ability, look at the opponent's hand, discard one card you find there. And of course, it's attack costing 1 grass and 2 colorless, 80 damage flat. And also does heal 20 damage and remove all special conditions from this Pokemon. Let's discuss Serena, what do you guys think?
1: It's foolish. Um, I like it for, like, the same reason people like Giant Fan Trip Tree. Um, you can take this card, and you play a Judge, you knock down your opponent's hand, and then you go, okay, let me play a Serena down, because I've got Forest Giant Plants, and let me just remove everything from your hand that you need to play the game. So it's mean, and it's my kind of card. <laughs> <laughs> Would it be Sublime?
0: I think it's cool, but I don't necessarily think it's great. Um, The fact that it's a stage 2 and it's only when you play it definitely puts limitations that um, prohibit it from being truly great. But, like, you can make a deck around it. I don't know that it's worth doing so.
2: So, I particularly like its ability, like Gator says. I mean, I like the ability to be able to look at your opponent's hand. What I don't like, it's a one-time thing. Uh, you do it once you evolve, then you can't do it again. Of course. Yeah, but we have the
1: evolution have... spray,
2: you know. No, no, and and I was gonna get to that. Yes, but would you really want to waste the Devolution spray on something like this, so you can do it again? I mean, I don't know. Um, there, I I believe there are trainers that allow you to do this, if I'm not mistaking.
0: Actually, there is a GX in this set that lets you look at your opponent's hand every turn.
2: Every turn. Yep. But it doesn't allow you makes... discard as well.
0: No, but, like, if the only interest you have is looking at their hand... Yeah. You don't have to just evolve Serena to do that. You can just have... It's actually Gumshoes EX do that for you every single turn. Yeah, Yeah. and if
1: you want, you can scout out their hand and then decide to play Serena.
0: And that's a stage one with more HP. So that gives me less reason to like Serena just for being able to see their hand.
2: So, if it was one stage less, right, I would say it's super effective. But as it stands right now... I wouldn't say it's not super effective. I'm just gonna say it's effective. What about you,
0: Sublime? Um, because it is a stage two, so it's gonna eat a lot of your deck for just one card. I'm gonna say that although it's interesting, I don't think it's very effective.
1: Okay, and Gator. I say it's super effective. I see a deck being built around this, and this being something that you grow to hate. Um, calling it now. I'll stake. I'll hedge my bets on it.
2: And we just started out this review. with a mixed review on one card. This is incredible. Let's keep this going. I like it when it's like this mixed. So we're gonna move on to the next one, which is Pincer. Sublime, take away with Pincer.
0: Pincer has 110 HP. It is obviously a basic. And the reason it's interesting is for its double colorless attack, which says flip a coin. If heads, return your opponent's active Pokemon and all cards attached to it to your opponent's hand.
2: And, and then we have the second attack.
0: And the second just... attack just does 50 for two grass energy, Yeah, but that's grass. not interesting.
1: Yeah, it's got a retreat <laughs> of two. Um, I p- picked this card specifically to go in here. This is a turn one dunk. Like, your opponent goes first, you go second, you attach a DCE, they haven't put anything out but their first Pokemon. Flip a coin, on a coin flip, you win the game.
2: Yeah, this is definitely. Uh, I'm seeing this pincer coming back again. Remember the pincer, the Adanta pincer. Sorry, the shift tree that got banned.
1: Yeah, giant fan shift tree. Yep.
2: Um,
1: but that was an ability, not an attack. Which I know Sublime's point's going to be on that. Um, but I still think, especially as a you know 110 basic with a DCE, that's splashable. So I think something can abuse this.
2: What about you, Sublime? What's your 20?
0: It's a really cool attack. Just like Serena had a really cool ability, however, um, it is an attack. It relies on your oppo- like it relies on you going second, and you like, what are the odds that your opponent's not going to play down like two shiftry and like have a bunch of things on their bench immediately? Like inserting this into a deck, um, I don't think carries its weight. I feel like even though it's, it gives you like a very small chance of getting a dunk in a very small number of games, you are better off with another card in its place in your deck list.
2: I do agree. However, we're we're focusing on just the fact of dunking the opponent on turn one. Even if you don't dunk him because he already put something out, let's say if he played with let's say Talonflame Flame on turn one, being able to get rid of that Talon Form uh, Flame before it can do any damage to you is actually not that bad at all. It's actually quite something that is could be very beneficial for you. So even though I see this as Talonflame where in turn one, it's where it's magic. If you have it on turn one and you have that double colorless energy on you and you use it, you're disrupt, even if you don't one hit Kyo him and donk him and win the game, you're still disrupting his play because you're maybe that basic that he got on turn one was exactly what he needed. And if you get rid of that, you're making a huge dent on his setup. And that's something or in that the would... late game, mm.
1: if they have something that's been piled with energy, like a lot of these decks seem to be doing now, um, being able to return all that energy in their hand. After they've they've maxed Luxord four times, switch the active, you switch out Pinsir, you just killed four of their cards in their deck, and they
0: have to get that energy reattached. Half um, the time. Let's not forget this is a coin flip. And that's very half true. So true. half the time, this is not only eating up a, de- like a spot in your deck. It's doing nothing for you.
2: It, which is true. It's a very valid point. But I do see in a on a basic and a, just a double colorless energy. I see it. What's the effort? I mean you're really not putting too much effort into it. And when I say effort is what's needed to get this off. It's, you know it's not an evolution. You don't need to have it's basic and it's evolved form. You don't need an extra tool. You don't need extra things. You just need to have it and a double colorless energy. And because of that it's so basic and simple. And simplistic. that I see it working? I see actually pl- people playing this. Let's rate it. I will rate this super effective.
0: I will rate it effective. I will rate this also not very effective.
2: I'm no. loving this review process so far.
0: <laughs> this is hung this, panel.
2: This is it's a tough panel. This is an example of how it's w- there are different players, right? And until and it's impossible for us to say. Right now, whether or not something is going to be actually good. So our review is just based on, on our playstyle and our experience, how we ex- suspect this card will behave in the meta, in actual gameplay. But we won't actually know until it's out there being played by players that are way better than us. So, uh, take our reviews as they are, our objective, uh, not objective, sorry, subjective views of these cards so let's go ahead and move on to the next one gator take it away
1: this is lorantis gx our very first gx pokemon of the set so lorantis gx is a grass type with 210 hit points and it is a stage one its first attack for one grass does 40 attach two basic energy cards from your discard pile to your pokemon in any way you like second attack Two grass and a colorless for 120. Heal 30 damage from this Pokemon. It's GX attack. One grass. This attack does 50 damage for each grass energy attached to this Pokemon. Has a retreat cost of two. This card, I called it from the first time we talked about it. This is going to be good in something, and I think that something is Vileplume. Yeah. Um, I am super pumped about Lorantis GX, and I will say my piece in a moment. Uh, What do you guys have to think?
0: Gator was right. I know I questioned this when we first discovered it, um, quite a long time ago. But like, and I've been a negative Nancy about the previous two cards we called. But I like, I am most hyped for Lorantis GX in this entire set. I think it is the best GX um, of this set specifically. That's a
2: question. Yeah, that's definitely bold a move.
0: Go, yeah. yeah, bold move. I don't know if I agree with that, but we'll see. Let's go. Yes, I think it is like the fact that you have Forest of Giant Plants. The fact that Grass has so much support right now. The math is really solid, the fact that it has built-in healing, the fact that it has energy acceleration, the fact that you can, like, nuke whatever you need to with your GX when you need to. Uh, It has so much going on in its favor, and the fact that it's only a Stage 1 GX as opposed to the Stage 2 GXs, I think this is the jam. I can't wait to make a Lorantis GX deck. That is going to be the first deck I want to play with in Sun and Moon. (laughs) So, um, I think that, that attaching the
1: basic energy from your discard pile to your Pokemon any way you like is going to be clutch, because then you're spreading that energy on the board. Um, like I said, I see this in the Vileplume build, because once you uh, combine this with Vileplume and a card we're going to talk about later, Shenotic, you're getting your
0: energy, you're getting your Pokemon, you're getting Pokemon out, Pokemon, you're not and you're animals. locking your opponent, and you don't need to. It's delicious. It's delightful. It's wonderful.
1: Now... My corollary to this would be a uh, familiar scenario to a lot of you guys. Steam up, steam up, steam up, power heater, knockout.
0: Yeah. Too bad, bad
1: there's a check to that this set. <laughs> there is. We'll get to that definitely.
2: There definitely is. Um, so that. I'm glad Gator brought that up because that was my first reaction, right, when this when this came out and you guys were so positive. And not that I was negative, I was definitely saying that it's a great card. No there's no way around that. It is Yeah, but we said this about Seesaw, and Seesaw is a great deck, but Vulcanion is keeping it in check. Now, I know Volcanion is not being played every single time right now, it's actually diminishing in, in play, but it's still something to worth noting. I mean it has a great amount of HP for a stage one. It has a great first attack and second attack, and its GX attack is pretty good as well. Um There is really not much r- bad I can say about this card. With all, I mean, Sublime already mentioned all the support it has. It it really is an all well around card. Um, and 100-
1: unlike Scissor, it doesn't need a spirit link. You can throw a weakness policy on it if you do get yep. to, to be decide to get so cheeky. Yes, like- <laughs> that
2: is very true. And It, um, it evolves immediately. Thank you for, uh, thanks to Forest of Giant Plants. So overall, obviously, the rating for this card is real obvious. Super effective for me. What about, uh, you guys?
0: Quadruply effective. Super effective.
2: We got our first anonymous decision for this card. Uh, definitely, Lorentis GX is one of our favorite cards from this set. It is definitely a card you guys need to watch out for. And if you, uh, want, and our plan to play Grass, which obviously it's kind of obvious that this set kind of favors Grass this time around. I would suggest getting a, a 4 off of this card, for sure. Now, moving on to our next one, we have a mushroom. It's called Chinotic, which is kind of weird name. I'm still not used to these Gen 7 names. So, well, <laughs> I'm not used to Gen 1 names because my accent is horrible. But we have Shinate with 100 HP. It's a grass type. It's a stage 1. As you all guys know, this is the uh, grass fairy from the game that Winsicott hates because it has to share its typing with it. Uh, but then this time around, it's just grass. Uh, its ability says once during your turn, you may search your deck for a grass Pokemon, show it to your opponent and put it into your hand. Shuffle your deck afterwards. It has an attack of uh, one grass, one colorless does 30, does an, uh, and then your uh, your active Pokemon is asleep. And then you have the obvious normal weakness to fire, and the retreat costs a 2. Let me
1: clarify, if your opponent's active Pokemon is asleep.
2: Oh, what did I say? You
1: don't All put right. yourself, yeah, you said you put, it, it said your Pokemon's not asleep. Oh, it's no, your, no opponent's your opponents, active not yes, It, the, it yes. puts the opponent asleep.
2: Yeah, it's that accent coming out again. So, discuss. Uh, skater, you start.
1: So, what I really like about this card is what we mentioned before. The ability for grass decks, once you have that Forest of Giant Plants out, being able to search out something, a new grass Pokemon, every turn is delicious. Um, I see this working in as I see this working with Decidueye. Um, I see if Mega Sceptile makes a comeback or Mega Venusaur makes a comeback because of the grass support. It works there, too. Anything that's got a grass deck that wants to search something out, because it said just a grass Pokemon, it, so it can be an EX, it can be a Mega, it can be a GX. Really cool. I'm really liking Shinotic.
2: Sublime.
0: I really like Shenotic as well. Um, I've been, like, theorying this, and I don't think it'll necessarily turn out to be a great deck, but I love I love the idea of Vileplume plus Lurantis GX plus Shinotic. Um It's very, like, evolution-line heavy. But, like, it can There's afford no to items be because to you don't it, yeah. need items. You need Forest of Giant Plants, and you're pretty much good, as long as you can get the setup quickly enough. Because um, you have Lorantis Lurant- um, GX, not just as an attacker, but as your energy acceleration. And then you have Shenotic, who, like, lets you search for Pokemon as you need from your deck. And then you have Vileplume locking your opponent while you have all of those resources available to you. Um, I like the idea of it, and even if it doesn't work out, um, I definitely think Shinotic's ability makes it usable.
2: I have to agree. It is definitely a great card. I like that ability a lot. I mean, the ability to search a grass Pokemon at any time during your turn and put into your hand cannot be underestimated, um, specifically when you have a grass deck where all, as Sublime just mentioned, all of the Pokemon depend on evolution, because that's kind of the theme we're seeing here, and thanks to, uh... Forest of Giant Plants, and I'm just going to say that right now, you know, God bless it that it doesn't go in rotation, because if that's the fact, then Grass will become completely and utterly difficult to play when that card gets rotated out, because it's very evolution-heavy. Now, that being said, in the meta that we're judging, that right now, it is a great combination, it's a great card and a great ability that, just like Sublime and Gator said, you don't even need items in in this deck. You just need this, these specific Pokemon to be out, and once they're out, they'll do all the job for you. So that's pretty amazing. Now, whether or not that deck will work, time will tell, but as it stands now, and as this card stands now on its own, I definitely give it a super effective. Sublime.
0: Super effective.
1: I'm going to give it an effective with the the point that I will have a playset of it. Um... I don't know if it's going to, like, go off-explosive right now, but I will pick up a playset. So, yes, effective.
2: Yeah. Okay, moving on to the next one. We have Sublime covering none other than Gold Duck. Going to water now. Now, of course, we're mentioning the cards that we're most wanting to focus on. There's a lot other other, uh, uh, many other cards that appear in this set. Of course, we don't have time to cover them all. So, we want to cover those that we think either are extremely good or extremely divisive, as we have already covered that. So that's why we're being pretty specific on it. So anything that we don't cover here on this show today is because overall we believe that they just, they're not good. They're not super effective.
0: Most cards are bad. Sorry about it. Um, Yeah. All right. So our next card is Golduck, which is a stage one with 90 HP. Water type, obviously. Um, It has two attacks. One is a single energy, colorless, for 20 damage. No effect. And then the interesting one is, it costs 1 water energy, and it has a damage of 60x. And what it reads is, discard up to 2 water energies from your hand. This attack does 60 damage for each card discarded this way. Which is obviously pretty solid. Yep. Um, Damage, anyway. 120 for 1 water energy and discarding 2 from your hand. I don't think it's good, but it's interesting. Yeah, it's um, with
2: this to grass, and it has a retreat cost of zero, which is worth noting. Retreat cost of zero is always good. Huh. I I oh, like there. it because
1: okay. of the gold duck break. Um, that free retreat, and then the ability to use two water energies to uh, snipe. Um, basically, like, you can dictate how much damage you want to do based on the energy you have in your hand. Um, so I like that effect a b- a because of the fact that... Um, you don't even have to have that attack powered up because of Golduck Break's ability to move the uh, energy around. Yeah. If you do need to use him, you can activate the ability, put it on him, and then discard the water energy, take the knockout. Um, Wait a this is not... Wait,
2: no, no, there's two like, things that I'm are just missing
1: here. Yeah, understanding.
2: Yeah. You're discarding energies from your hand.
1: Yeah, I'm saying to use his attack because it's cost one waterless.
2: Of course. Or but then one the water other thing not... is it's not sniping because it does damage to the axe. Right. No,
1: the word yeah. snipe so is yeah, I don't. I, meant, I miss. I misspoke when I used the word snipe. I what I meant okay. to say is dial in the energy. Um, gotcha. Because yeah. if I want to do one twenty, I can do one twenty. If I only want to do sixty, I can only have to. I can only do sixty. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if I need to take that like one little extra to take me to the KO, I like Golduck. I don't know. Um, I see a lot of like budget decks that run Golduck break already. Yeah. Which is why this card originally caught my attention.
2: I mean, if the in gold is to use gold up break, then yes. This is an alternative. It's a good, uh, for all the points you said, Gator. It's a great card. Ba- uh, as a standalone by itself, it's not 120 for one energy. It's 120 for three.
0: three which is yes. kind of like,
2: that's the problem. You're doing 120 damage for three water energy, one attach, and two discarded. So, because of that reason, I can't see this being a good card. I like the retreat cost. I like how low the energy cost appears to be, but the payment needed towards to get it off and the max, that's another thing, the cap of just being two water energies instead of just saying discard as many as you can, you do something for each one, that would have made it amazing. But the fact that it has a two limit, two max limit, 120 is just not that much right now. And especially since it has not counting gold up break, of course, it only has ninety HP. So it won't survive long to make a second attack to two hit Kyo anything. Not regardless of the fact that you will need at least five energies. So at least my call, that would be not very effective for this card. Sublime.
0: Not very effective. Get also it. not very effective. <laughs>
1: but I liked it because it's cheeky.
2: Yes. No, no, and that's for sure. And like I said, if you are planning to play Gold on Break, this is totally an alternative that you should uh consider. Uh but, but of course by itself, uh, it needs it needs definitely needs some help. But there are other <laughs> cards worth noting that need a lot of help. Next one definitely needs it. Gator.
1: Her- Uh-uh-uh. Oh. This is Lapras GX.
2: Oh, never mind. My segue. <laughs> Didn't work. That's unfortunate. It It was so good, too.
1: Next Pokemon. (laughs) No, Lapras GX, 190 hit points water type. It is a basic. For one water, draw three cards. For three water, do 160 damage. During your next turn, this Pokemon cannot attack. For the GX attack, two water and a colorless. GX attack does 100 damage. Your opponent's active Pokemon is now paralyzed. So, guaranteed paralysis when it's clutch. Okay, this card by itself is not that great. When we first heard about this card, we were not very impressed. However, upon hearing of the release of Choice Band, Mm -hmm. I believe it's called, that does 30 more damage when you attach it to a Pokemon as a tool to Pokemon GXs and EXs, and you consider the fact that this Pokemon fits really easily in the water toolbox archetype, I think that Lapras GX has a lot of potential to replace the Seismitoad in that Water Toolbox. Um, and just be an awesome card. I think it's just super consistent. Um, we can put a Float Stone on it. It does have two retreat cost, but throw a Float on there, or play a Ranger, and you can attack for that 160 pretty consistently. Um, and then you have your GX attack to like stop your opponent for that last time you need it, and then swing in it again for the next turn. So, conditional a little bit, but I really like Lapras.
0: Sublime. Um, it has 190 HP on a basic, and for just one Water Energy, you can draw three cards. So there is room for this card in the format. Uh, I'm disappointed with its main attack, because its text reads, during your next turn, this Pokemon cannot attack. Yep. And then... It's
2: not even, you can't use this move. It's No, it just can't attack. Cannot
0: attack, like, at all, right? But just, like, 190 HP and being able to, like, draw for one energy, three cards, like, it's gonna see some play. It,
2: I think it falls right in that effective ground where it's like, it's not gonna break any records. It's not gonna swipe, a uh, wipe a whole team or hurl back. But it does have its uses. I mean, like Gator stated, automatic paralysis is no joke. Anything eh. that automatically paralyzes in a world where people don't tend to play Switch all that much nowadays cannot be underestimated.
0: But then people are just going to play Switch more often.
2: True, Which if they that expect that. End? But for you to be able to expect that, you have to be playing with a night March, where you say, no, I'm definitely going to expect playing against night March on this tournament, so I'm going to prepare like, against it. Who's Switch
0: gonna prepare is a it good card anyway.
2: Like well it is you're not but...
0: crying if you put switch in your deck cuz it's a valuable card regardless of whether you face lappers or not
1: but the way the formats work it's people you have to tech for what's going to be like the biggest thing and if this thing this has a lot of potential to surprise somebody yeah. because it's, it lo- it fits in a deck that runs consistently
2: exactly and if and... you have
1: mana fee it's free retreat so that's also cool too like I water mean, toolbox is a legit thing
2: yeah yeah no no and and i agree with all those good points on the other hand not liking the fact that it can't attack on a second time if you use its main attack. It's, uh, a hundred damage for its GX attack, even though it's, it's automatic low. paralysis. It's the GX attack. How can you just do a hundred damage with your GX attack? I mean, even Venusaur EX, Mega Venusaur EX does automatic paralysis, if I'm not mistaken, correct? No, I'm confusing. Ampharos. I'm and and us, I'm yes. us, yeah, does automatic paralysis, and you can still attack on next turn. Um, I mean, and the draw three cards sure, you can draw three cards on your first turn. Let's say this is your starting Pokemon that doesn't sign that. Bad, I mean, it's but... a
0: wall or you can set something else up, is how I would use it.
2: Yeah, but it's a wall that costs you two prices if you K ca- if it gets Kyo'd, and that's an issue. However, its support, though, on the other hand, you got Rough Seas. You can keep healing this baby up until it has, you know, you don't need to heal it anymore. Uh, it has definitely support on its side. Because of this, for me, it's totally balanced. I mean, it's not a fantastic, great card, but it's not a bad card either. It's straight and the middle in my definition of what I call an effective card. How about you, Sublime?
0: I agree. It is a merely effective card, but we'll probably see some use.
2: Yeah. and gator
1: i think it's super effective i think it's what brings back water toolbox
2: oh really okay those are yeah those are big words
1: i'm, I'm a big man
2: no you know what's <laughs> not big the next pokemon we're gonna talk about is not big at all it's actually extremely tiny as it is everything about it except the one ability that they didn't bring to the tcg of course that card we're talking about Pokemon is Wishy Washi, which is personally my favorite name of all the new Pokemon. Wishy Washi is the best name, period. However, the card is not the best card, period. What we have here is Wishy Washi with an HP of thirty. Yes, you heard right. It is it has the same HP as a Joltic and a Magikarp, yet it doesn't evolve. It has one ability, though. It says once during your turn, except if you, uh, if it's your first turn or the turn that you play this card, you may use this ability. This call all cards attached to this Pokemon and return this Pokemon to your hand. Right. And then it has one attack for one water energy. It does ten damage. It's weak to grass, and, and its retreat cost so is one. Gator... What do you think about Wishy-washy?
1: So, here's the thing about Wishy-washy. Sometimes you have an ability where it's not immediately obvious where this fits, but then in looking through cards you go, "Oh my god, this is genius." And one card I like to point out like that is Executor with the pro- or uh, execute with the propagation ability. Yeah. Where okay, you can pull it out of your discard pile and put it in your hand. Whoop de do, it's a weak pokemon. Well, I'm sure there's something out there that is looking for this card where you can load up your bench with cards and then pull a co- Pokemon into your hand pretty much at will uh, later in the game. Um, this could be good for that. Uh, you're down to... You got, uh, dis- uh, you've got you got two of them on the bench, and then somebody decides to uh, delinquent you, and you draw into a Great Ball, or not a Great Ball, an Ultra Ball. Pull two of these up, search your Ultra Ball, put your Shaman out, good to go. Um, I'm not super strong in like, what's... In the expanded format as much, but that's where I kind of see this card poking up. If something else doesn't come along, I think it's got a, an interesting ability and I could see it doing something.
0: Sublime. Y'all remember the original fossil set? <laughs> yeah. With mm-hmm. Tentacle? Tentacle had the exact same ability, except it was better because <laughs> you could do it the first turn and then also you could have a retreat cost of zero. As opposed to a retreat cost of 10, and also it evolved into a Pokemon with a zero retreat cost that could poison your opponent. Uh, Wishy Washy is not tentacle. It is worse than a card they made 20 years ago, in spite of the metagame being stronger, and I disrespect that. I'm really disappointed. Sorry about it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, so here's my biggest problem. And its ability reads once during your turn, except for your first turn or the uh-huh. turn you played this Pokemon, uh-huh. meaning that you need to keep this on your bench for a whole turn before you can use this ability. Uh-huh. That is pure liability right there. It is liable for absolutely anything that can snipe. Anything. I mean, anything can do 30 damage, at least 30 damage to your bench. Or, if your opponent is feeling cheeky enough, Lysander, why not? It's a free prize. But, that being said, Gator's right. There might be something coming right around the corner that might use to its advantage. My biggest concern is the whole, you can't use this when you play it. You have to wait a turn, and needing to wait a turn on the bend for this thing... Just screams, I'm just giving my opponent a free prize. And because of that, and because right now it does have, it may have potential in the future for something surprising. Right now, as it is, it is really bad. I mean, it it doesn't even give us the pleasure of a free retreat Retreat cost. It even costs one to retreat. I mean, it couldn't even give us that. So for that reason, I have to give it a not
0: very effective. So, Tentacool did it better twenty years ago. Not very effective.
1: <laughs> also not very effective, but we had to call it out because it's interesting.
2: Oh no, it definitely is. It definitely is. And speaking of interesting, this Pokemon is—it's definitely a, a it has a special part in my heart because it was one of the few Pokemon that, while I was playing Pokemon Sun and Moon, it was an actual surprise. I had not seen it in any commercials or announcement or any spoilers. And it's like, oh my god, I got to experience a Pokemon I've actually didn't know about in the game while playing it. It wasn't spoiled. It was great. And I think that same sentiment was shared among everyone. And that one is Arakanid. And I hope I pronounced that correctly. But Sublime
0: Araquanid. Araquanid. Like it's a pun on Aqua and Arachnid.
2: Gotcha. So Sublime, take it away
0: um vgc royalty araquanid is here to make sure that you are very aware that Volcanian is over it is not invited to the party it is on the do not let in party and you need to look at other options if you are playing Volcanian.
2: <laughs>
0: yes so why
2: that. is that
0: <laughs> because its ability is like, your poke- this Pokemon does not get damage from your opponent's fire Pokemon attacks. Like, nope, just none. Stop. <laughs> you can stop there. Just go. Just leave.
2: <laughs> so it's basically, its ability should just be called nope.
0: Um, yeah, and it'll be like, <laughs> fire decks, I'm sorry, you're never going to get a chance to shine while this is in rotation. Because if you ever get too good, or they even do make a good fire deck, people will just start teching with their Aquanid. yeah Worth
2: noting, it has 100 HP, uh, and it has a second attack having, uh, for one water and two colorless. It does 70 damage flat, doesn't have any extra effects. It's weak to grass, and it retreat cost of two, which in water, we have mana fee for that. So, I can her. see
0: this in any deck that has a fire weakness, though. Yeah.
2: Gator.
1: My, my answer to this to defend the fire decks is one good hex maniac at the right time. If this is being teched into other decks, GG. Like, yeah. that's what it is. Super simple. It's a knockout. What are you going to do?
2: Mm-hmm. Those will be in an evolution. Uh, mock doesn't affect it, which we will cover mock soon enough. Uh, I like it, though, because it is very good. We saw play with... um. Oh, my God, what's the Fire li- Lion? God's name. Pyro. Pyroar. We saw play Pyro being, uh, immune to basics. We saw play with Suicune, um, being played against EX cards. I will not be surprised if we see play with this being immune to fire, if it's not for the fact that we only have one decent fire deck right now. And that's the problem. Yeah, it's amazing. Its Pokemon ability is super amazing. But you're just going to use it against Volcanion right now. There's nothing else you have to worry about in this current And world.
0: really, there's no need to.
2: <laughs> so, yeah, it's a great Pokemon ability, for sure. Everything else about the card, not so much. It's 100 HP on a stage 2. It's low low end at this point. Um, it's retreat costs of 2. It's irrelevant, really, because you have Manafei, which supports it. I'm going to go with what Gator said previously with uh, Lapras. This on a toolbox? Water toolbox? Yes. Oh, yes. I see this doing wonderfully. Um, Then again, you're water, so I don't know how scared you are of of fire Pokemon. (laughs) But still, its Pokemon ability should not be underestimated. And same as Gator said with Wishiwashi, I think this is one of those cards where we might see something in the future taking great advantage of it. So it should not be discarded. Now, in terms of rating, right now, I have to go with not very effective. Because it just right now, I just don't see any use for it. I mean, I'm not scared of Volcanion, and water decks shouldn't be scared of any fire types anywhere. So, I mean, it's okay, but I'm not going to play it. At least not in the current
0: meta. So, Sublime... I think this is a good card, but for completely different reasons. I think that you don't play this in a water deck. You play this in a non-water deck as a check to fire decks. Um, so for that reason, even if this card doesn't see any play, I think it affects the metagame like, just by existing. And so for that reason, I give it a super effective.
2: Okay. Gator?
0: I give it a not very
1: effective. Um, the Mew that came out of, uh, Evolutions stopped, uh, non-basic attackers too. Um, but it didn't see me play and didn't change anything the way the meta was played. So, still not very effective. Uh, especially, you cannot... Teching for one type of deck is one thing if that type of deck is an EX. Not if it's one of the color archetypes of grass, water, fire, steel. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean?
2: Mm-hmm. That's true. Um, which is interesting because Vulcanian is double. So, does it protect from from Vulcanian? I would say yes, yes because it automatically yes, uh, is fire, yeah. Okay, so there we go. Two, not very effective, and one, super. I'm liking this review so far because I I don't think we've ever been so divided. I love it. Okay, so going on to our next one. We have one, and I'm not even going to try to pronounce this. Gator, please save me. Go.
1: Kyukumukyu. Whatever. <laughs> 60 hit points for and a water. It is a basic, and it has an ability. If this Pokemon is active and knocked out by an opponent's Pokemon's attack... Put six damage counters on the attacking Pokemon, and then a water um, 30 times. Flip a coin until you flip tails. This This attack does 30 damage times the number of heads, and it has one retreat cost. Basically, this is like a bursting balloon where your opponent gets a prize.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. I mean, that's basically it. That was exactly what I was going to say. Sublime.
0: That's not a good trade-off. <laughs>
2: yeah. I mean, this is Bursting Balloons with absolutely no benefit over Best Bursting Balloon at all.
1: Except I mean, you can play a Bursting Balloon on it and do 120.
2: <laughs> that is true, but you're still doing 120 for giving your opponent a prize anyway. Yeah, not very... I'm just going to go ahead and call it not very effective right here.
0: Not very effective. Not very effective.
1: Yeah. To be but great expected. for your
0: skin. <laughs> <laughs> have you read it's like the Pokedex entry on it?
2: I have not. What is it?
0: Um I don't know if it's in the Pokedex, but basically you find out in Sun and Moon that people use it um to make like beauty supplies. Oh, like an really? oil it secretes or something.
2: it's Sun and Moon brought on some of the best Pokemon entries. In the whole, and all of the generations, it's, they're quite hilarious and quite terrifying because in one particular Pokemon's Tuk- Pokepix, it dictates a pr- predatory behavior against the next Pokémon we're gonna just talk right now. And that is, of course, Corsola, not being completely just leaving in chunks in the beach, but in, an, in on a whole as the next card, Corsola, for a Sun and Moon set. Well, to- hold
1: on. Oh. Just a, a quick plug for cross-promotion. Really? Shout-out to Anything Goes Writer Snag for his favorite Pokemon Sun and Moon Pokedex entries. Go check out that article on the site if you haven't yet.
0: Yes, do. Please do. <laughs> Definitely. Also, shout-out, um, the Fluffiest Whimsicott should be releasing an article on the same topic as well. Yes. Ooh, Ooh, two different opinions.
2: Two pairs, yeah. So, Corsola. That's uh, ADHP. It's a basic Pokemon, of course, has one attack. For one colorless, search your deck for two basic Pokemon and put them on your bench. Shuffle your deck afterwards. Then it has a second attack of one water, two colorless energies. It does just plain 60, no extra effects. And of course, weakness to grass, retreat cost of two, which is irrelevant in water because of Manaphy. Of course, so those who, just to refresh, Manaphy has a Pokemon ability that allows you to retreat anything that has a water energy on it. Now,
1: I threw. Listen, there's a reason this card's here. It's because you guys are going to go play pre-releases this weekend. If you pull this card in your pre-release deck, play it. Because for that first attack of searching your deck for two basic Pokemon and putting them onto your bench, that's super powerful in the modified format that is a pre-release. So for those of you listening for advice of what Pokemon to play, what Pokemon to use, I can tell you for a fact that Corsula is a good include because that's a super strong ability in a format where you don't have a lot of search.
2: And that's a good point, uh, Gator. I'm gonna make a note on that, that we should do very soon an episode on pre-releases and what to expect and what to do and how to prepare. So that's definitely a, a definitely a topic we need to talk, uh, we need to tackle pretty soon. It's, it's a pity we won't do it this time around, but for future, we'll definitely ha- have that for you guys. Uh, Sublime, any other mentions for Corsla?
0: Um, I think I understand why Toxapex eats it now. Because it is weak. <laughs> oh god <laughs> it deserves to die <laughs> i mean it doesn't kill it it just eats the coral that regrows sure, but now i get why
2: that's what nintendo wants you to think um yeah no, know like gator says this is definitely these cards shine the best on a very enclosed meta and when i say enclosed so we're talking about pre-releases uh or any type of uh limited uh type of
1: yeah, limited limited format where format, you don't have yes. the draw support you don't have the draw supporters, you don't have the trainers. It's a good attack for when you're stuck.
2: I mean, one colorless energy and you automatically to get two basics. I mean, I've seen this when you have to flip coin and this you don't even have to flip a coin.
0: No, this ta- this ability or this attack has been with us for so many years. Oh, it it's has. call yes. for family, call for friends like yeah. it will exist for years to come, it has existed years before. It's there. Yeah. And eh. yeah.
2: It's the Stan Lee of Pokemon ability attacks. It's just there. Yeah. It doesn't die.
1: Uh, I call it super effective for this weekend only. Once <laughs> yeah, February, temporarily third, it's, super it's, effective. No longer, it's no longer effective.
2: Don't even. Yeah. Don't, don't even. Don't even try it. So not very effective, of course. On uh, un, unless with what Gator says for pre-release is definitely super effective. And Sublime, I suspect that yours is going to be the same.
0: That is correct. It is not very effective.
2: So, moving on from Corsola to another Water Dish. Water's galore here. And this one is uh, a Pokemon that got definitely a boost in Sun and Moon, the video game. And we might see, I don't know, a boost on it in this set as well. Um, who's gonna tackle Pelipper? I lost track. Is it me? I think so. Or
1: you? I think it's you, cause didn't Sublime read the last okay. one? Oh yeah. No. No, me.
2: no who's? Anyway, Gator, you go.
1: <laughs> so Squirt is 100 hit points and a water it's a stage 1. For a double colorless, choose one of your bench Pokémon and return it and all cards attached to it into your hand. Uh, the second attack is a water and a double colorless for 60. Flip a coin. If tails this attack does nothing. If heads during your opponent's turn prevent all damage and effects done to this Pokémon by your opponent's active Pokémon's a- attacks. So basically, what it is is a free AZ, except you pay a DCE and uh, you don't lose all your cards to the discard.
2: Yeah, uh, Sublime.
1: It's an attack, and I don't think it's good. Yeah, Gator. I think I think it's fine. I think uh, if you wanted to do something with it, you could. Um, I do not like that it is got that lightning fighting lightning weakness fighting resistance because it just gets absolutely murdered by Zebstrika.
2: Um, I mean, mean, at this point, point it's better to, well, at the point where this deck is released, it's better to be murdered by Cybraska than anything grass.
0: I mean, like, Lurantis one-shots it anyway, so, it's only got 100 HP on a stage one. That's true. (laughs) That's very
2: true. true.
0: For an attack that doesn't even do damage, get (sighs) out of here, Pelipper. Go back to the VTC where you slay it. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) This is not your lane. Get back in your lane. You're really good in your lane. This is not your lane.
1: Sublime has uh, drank his hate raid before this episode. (laughs) He is like, full
0: up. (laughs) No, Pelipper is great. In singles, in the VGC, <laughs> not here.
2: So, yeah, it, it's like Sublime said, what ruins it for me, it's an attack. And to waste an attack and not do any damage. Do
0: any damage? Ugh. Uh, yeah, Ugh. That's a problem. On a stage 1 mm-hmm. with only 100 HP? Ugh. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. I would suggest no.
2: if you're depending on something to scoop your Pokemon up, just don't play that deck. <laughs> if you depend on Pallybridge, to do it for you. um, Not very effective for me.
1: Not very effective for me as well. Not very effective, but that ability can be clutch at
0: the right time. If it just were an not ability, this but car. it's bad.
2: It's an attack. Yeah, and there's so an many attack.
0: other options you have that scoop up, so why even bother with Pelipper? Do we? I
2: don't exactly. think
0: we do. Well, no, no, in no standard, other, what no do we have for cards scoop up? Standard right now. Don't we have the evolution spray
2: in rotation right now? Yeah, but that just takes yeah, the, the top evolution off.
0: Well, usually that's all you want. Ooh. Well, I want the damage off.
2: Yeah, exactly. It doesn't get rid of damage. You want what off? Damage. I want the tiger oh,
0: mm. Yeah.
2: There's really nothing. Still, I, 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 I understand it too gears. Many... It's just like the ratata for our, um, drought of not having anything to get rid of tools. Uh, this is kind of <laughs> like that, the drought of not having anything to actually scoop your Pokemon. But like ratata, it's almost, almost just not there. Not there at all. it was better because it was an ability, but this is a full blown attack. And that's just no go. Okay, so moving on to our next one, I'm going to go ahead and say that is a. Oh my god, uh, Sublime. It's going to be you, and it's going to be Vikavolt.
0: Vikavolt. love. Um, it's a shame it's uh, Stage 2. Um, so, Stage 2 Electric type with 150 HP. It's got an ability that says, once during your turn, You may search your deck for one Grass and one Lightning Energy and attach them to your Pokemon in any way you like. Shuffle your deck afterwards, and then it's got a very expensive attack that you should not be using, probably. For one Electric Energy and three Colorless, it does 150. Discard three Energy attached to this Pokemon. Mm. That is pretty rough. Yeah, well, here's what I'm thinking in terms of potential for the future. Um... Currently, the only, car, uh, the only charge-a-bug card they released is on electric type as well. However, if they were to release a charge bug with the grass typing, which they could do because it's grass or because it's bug um, electric typing, right? So they could release a grass version. If they totally. did that, you could get to Vikavolt via um, Forest of Giant Plants and then have fantastic energy acceleration, hypothetically. And that's not where we are today, but it's worth noting for the future. Yeah. Gator. Like, uh,
1: Sublime stole the words right out of my mouth. It is a... One to keep your eye on, because if we can get the Charger Bug that is a grass type, which is inevitable. Usually for Pokemon that have this kind of typing, they will release it. Um, the question is, do they release it before or after Forest of Giant Plants, uh, rotates? Yeah. Um, that'll be the question. So.
2: And that's definitely it. It... (laughs) I have several issues with this card, Uh you guys covered very well, the first one which is it's an evolution, it's electric, unless we have a charger buck that is grass, there's no way of getting this down fast enough to actually be anything useful, other than that, the fact that it grabs one grass and one lightning energy might seem like it's universally a good thing, but to me, I prefer to be able to either grab whatever I want, or grab two of one energy, dual type, having decks using two types of energy is tricky, and not always pays off, so the fact that I have to pick one and the other instead of just either-or, it's an issue. It's a tack- But are- Go ahead.
0: I'm sorry, but there are a lot of um, cards that are either grass or electric. Some of the energy that it asks for is going to be one type, but the rest will be colorless energy anyway.
2: That is true, but then you're gonna have to go into counting energies, right? How many grass do you have in deck? How many lightning you have left? How many on your discard pile? How many are priced? And it's, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm saying it's just more effort than what I wish to put up. If I that's true, to but this.
0: like if the math is there or like the cards exist yeah. that use it, this will be good.
2: And let me read this again. Attach them to your Pokemon anyway, so you c- you can attach it to one Pokemon, right? Because yeah, I think yep. the early translation of this card said that you had to do it on two different ones, but apparently that was incorrect, which is I'm glad. Because when I read it, I remember specifically saying, or the, trans- the bad translation saying that it, oh, you have to attach it to two different Pokemon instead of just one. And that was an issue, but I'm glad that's not the case. Uh It's attack, I like it. Yes, it's one lightning and three colorless energies, but it's three colorless energies and not three lightnings. And, yeah, you have to discard them. But there's a way of getting that back, specifically in electric, which we have things like Magnezone, although I know Magnezone is a stage 2 electric and suffers the same fate issue that uh, Virgoval does, which is the fact that it doesn't evolve fast enough, but it's still doable. And 150 is a sweet pot, the sweet spot I like on a, on a Pokemon attack, specifically even more when it's not even a, a GX or EX card. So it's not bad. Overall, right now as it is, I have to go with not very effective because all the points that we've put on right now, specifically you two, how about you, Sublime?
0: Um, yeah, as it stands now, it's not very effective, but that let's put an asterisk on that. Yeah. It could change.
2: Mm-hmm. I agree. Gator.
1: Not very effective for all the reasons listed, but let's pair it with that Dragonite that we're going to talk about later and see oh, yeah. what kind of magic we can do And
0: every future. Dragonite ever made has used grass and lightning energy. That is true.
2: That is true. Let's see if that Dragonite merits us going back to this one. But before, we're gonna have to have to take a small break right now because we've been (laughs) recording the same segment for a while. Let's take a break, and when we come back, we're gonna finish the whole set and then go to our emails, and of course, finish with everyone's favorite Pokemon. Who's that Pokemon? Pokemon 15 questions. We'll be right back after these messages.
0: Pigeons, Pidgeot Emporium, we got Pidgeys, Pidgeotos, Pidgeots, and all your basic flying normal type Pokemon. Need a Farfetch? Got it. Need a Daryl? Got it. Need a Staravia? Yeah. Got it. Need a P-Dub? Got it. Need an average flying type Route
1: one exclusive Pokemon? We got it. One more time, that's Peter Pigeons, Pidgeot Emporium. One final time, that's Peter Pigeons, Pidgeot Emporium. Come check us out today and tell them Puckle TCG cast sent you for a 20% discount. wee! A 20% discount? No, make that a 25% discount. Do I have to make a 30? There it is. 30% discount. ba da and so, for that 30% discount, Peter Pidgeot's Piñata if we don't know that it, it is an average.
2: And welcome back, everybody, and we're going to continue our review of Sun and Moon base Set coming February 3rd, which is nothing. We're almost there, we're less than two weeks away, and we're pretty excited because it's a brand new beginnings, brand new mechanics, brand new Pokemon, and brand new things to experience. It's definitely one for the ages, and... One for the ages is definitely something to describe the next Pokemon we're going to talk about, which is probably the meanest, most ferocious, most predatory, evil Pokemon, and worth noting, Scrawn's new favorite Pokemon. Uh, I'm so sorry, Crobat.
0: Sorry, Uh, Crobat.
2: (laughs) Toxapex. Now, Toxapex has its psychic this time around because of its poison. Uh, Typing And it's 110 HP It's a stage 1 It's first ability is If this Pokemon is in play Whenever your opponent's active retreats The new opponent's active is now poison. It has 1 Attack 1 Psychic Energy 2 Colorless It has 50 damage Plus if your opponent's active Pokemon is Poisoned Then this does 50 more damage For a total of 100 It has a Weakness to Psychic And a Retreat cost of 3 Sublime, give me your two cents.
0: Um, the wording is a huge disappointment here. It only poisons your opponent's active if, if the Pokemon retreats. Not if they switch. Not if Zoroark, like, rushes in. Not if Kaleo rushes in. Mm-hmm. Not if um, Solgaleo GX switches them. It's only if they retreat. And for that reason, um, it's not that great. Sorry.
1: Yeah. Gator. Um, Poison is such a weird archetype. Mm Uh, you have Expanded where it sees a little bit more play, but even then, things tech against it. You know, uh, Hypnotoxic Lasers and Verbank are not, like, topping any any regionals here lately. Um, I don't know. This one's tricky. It looks like it's fun, but I don't know if this is top-tier deck or fits anywhere that needs it.
2: My biggest problem with this card is the existence of one other, and that's Ariados. Which automatically poisons both active Pokemon. If you're, po- and if your active is grass, it doesn't get poisoned. So if I have something that will guarantee me a poison, if I need a poison for whatever reason, I would play that. Um, which definitely is a lot better. Um, uh, it's second attack. If you would have said the same thing with maybe just the colorless, the double colorless, or just the psychic, do 50 plus 50 more, maybe. But three energies for potentially doing 100 damage, there's better ways of dealing that same amount or more.
1: I um, mean, this Toxapex kind of ruins the whole uh, Keldeo Russian archetype and Expanded, which was kind of built in to affect the um, effects of it in a of laser and stuff. I don't think it so does. Maybe your- no, Keldeo ruins it. Yeah. Keldeo House- ruins Totsapes. No, no, Keldeo ruins it, runs, brushes in, but once it free retreats...
2: Oh, yes, yes, I see what Gator's saying. Yeah, yeah, I see what Gator's saying. If you retreat the Keldeo after it rushed in, mm-hmm. uh, then it will still poison whatever comes in. That is very true. So but again, that- if you need to poison, you can just use Ariados on your next turn. I mean, I don't know. Um, I didn't say it was good, I just said it it does something. (laughs) No, 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 for sure. So that's my problem with it. Uh, I'm sure that uh, rumor has it, or it's not a rumor it already released, there's uh, already a GX cards for Toxpec. Maybe uh, on our next show we can discuss that one and probably be better than this one so far. Though I have to put this on a not very effective.
0: I'd like to go last on this one.
1: And Gator. I'm going to say not very effective. Okay, and Sublime.
0: I would like to say not very effective for many reasons including the next pokemon we're going to discuss (laughs) segue
2: oh segue indeed going on to none other than every i would say a surprise on every level being that it's a pokemon that we all didn't care about and now we all love them please sublime take it away
0: I love Alolan Muk so much. I used it in my original playthrough of Pokemon Moon. It is good in the VGC, and now it is good in the TGC. Alolan Muk, you are welcome in all the lanes. (laughs) See, it's not all hater, right? All right, so, um, Alolan Muk is a Psychic-type Stage 1 with 120 HP with the ability that says, All basic Pokemon in play, both player's hand, and both player's discard pile have no ability. Uh, it also has an attack that's irrelevant that does ninety damage for two psychic and two colorless energies. Um, this is so fascinating because wait, 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 you're forgetting something very important: a retreat cost of four. <laughs> yes. I guess, like I like, lots of things have expensive retreat costs. It's fine. It's fine. We'll <laughs> just throw on a floatstone. Floatstone keeps getting reprinted. It's fine. <laughs> um. You might not even need to throw on a Floatstone, though, because it's so fascinating, the difference between this and Garbodor. Yeah. Muck, a low muck, Muk, does not need um, a tool to work. Mm-hmm. It just works without a tool or with a tool. And so that is one big advantage. It's selective in terms of what abilities it affects. It only affects basic Pokémon, like Shaymin EX. Um, but that lets you play with it uh, um, much more effectively for decks that do want abilities. ...that are evolved, like, for example, oh, I don't know, Greninja Break, mm-hmm. which hates um, Garbodor, but would not hate um, running Muck to shut yeah, down but opponents, but still use Greninja your own. Greninja
1: Break isn't a good example, because
0: that deck bricks too often to add any more Pokemon than That's it needs. That's very true. That's a very good <laughs> But, like, the point is that you can finally use uh, decks that rely on abilities while shutting down opposing abilities from your opponent. Yeah, the
2: biggest example, you can do Vile Plume and Discard on the same deck.
0: True! Oh, dang, I hadn't thought about that.
2: Yeah, you can both trainer-lock your opponent and yourself, and ability-lock your opponent's basic and yours as well.
1: Yeah, I mean, okay, so... Here's the thing. Um... This card can be pretty broken if you go turn 1 and you find this and a Wally. Mm-hmm. Um cuz Grimer, Wally, Muck, your opponent does not get to set up anymore. Yeah. Um GG basically. <laughs> like yeah. like there is there's no Hoopa, there's no Shamans, there's no reason to like want to play the game anymore. Um also anything that does not like fighting Volcanyon Here's your answer, because that's all Volcanion runs, is those steam-ups, no more. And then, um, it's you're not out of the water yet, though, it's a little bit more livable than your standard um, Garbodor, because a Garbodor only has 100 hit points, this has 120, but it's still, uh, what, O-code by a, uh, a fully charged up uh, Volcanion EX. So that they can Lysander and deal with it. And if it does get life standard out and you cannot retreat it, that four retreat cost is not something that is, uh, non-negotiable,
0: um,
1: because that's a four is a lot, um, that scares me to have anything with that big of a retreat cost on any of my benches, um, even if floatstone does exist. So that's kind of my deal with a low and mud. Like, I think it's like super good, but I'm also wondering how good it's going to be if, Compared to Garbador, Like if people are still going to run Garbodor or not.
2: So this is one of those situations where like. Be mindful of the whole. Which one would you use? Or this replaces that. Because even though they're extremely alike. They're not the same. In the sense of who the ability lock. Uh, tackles or negates. Garbador world trump. Muck because Garbodor is an evolution. Even if it weren't an evolution, its ability is its ability states all abilities, while Muck only disables basic. I'm not saying Garbodor is better than Muck. It's just that you would play either on different situations on whether what you expect from what you're playing on your deck. If you are a deck that you just want to lock everything out, then you will play Garbodor because you will effectively knock. Everything out, including Greninja. If you just want to make sure that those um, Shaman EXs, those manaphys, all those Miyuji EXs that keep have their uh, abilities, they're basic. If you, if you just want to keep those ones on check, mocks your boy. Because then you can play your own abilities for the evolutions. So it's really it's not a which one is better rather than a which one do I need to play based on the deck that I want to play. So I love that. I love that to no end. Because it gives another sh- layer of options in this TCG game which we already seen that it's, this meta is just growing and growing as it is. I like the HP. 120 on a stage 2 is a lot of HP. I love the ability. It's attack. It's expensive as hell, but it's not horrible. Meaning that if you are in a situation that you are with that muck and the active and you can't retreat it, if you can power it up, it can still do some damage. I mean I'm not saying do that like, oh yeah, you set it up for attack. I'm saying that you could. Because if you psychic put... and a
1: DCE is a lot of a power up for only 90 damage.
2: Oh no, that it's... is true, but you need the same amount of energies. To retreat it. So if you're going to waste, if you're gonna waste the, the four energies on retreating it, might as well just waste it on doing 90 more damage. And if you flip heads, you discard an energy uh, attached to its opponent's active Pokemon. So I would even attack with it. Even though I might lose the next turn, I would attack with it. Because I have the option of doing 90 damage plus getting rid of that energy. I mean, so it, it is an all-around good card. I mean, yes, the retreat cards of four, is high. But again, Garbodor It has a retreat cost of three, if I'm not mistaken. And Uh, it's it's three, if I'm not mistaken, right? I believe believe so. so. Yeah, it's three. And you still need a Garbodor. The difference between this and Garbodor is when you, if you get rid of that floatstone, Garbodor's ability doesn't even work. This one will still work. But again, it's not a who's better. It is that both have their own specific way of playing even though the cards look so much alike and I love that even more than it being better than Garbador because I mean Nob don't get
1: me wrong it's still a buy a play set like buy at oh, least yeah. two. For sure. Um but for sure. It's it's interesting. No, no, we'll see.
2: Yeah. It is definitely a great card. It is super effective. Definitely no question about it. I love it, Sublime.
0: I love it as well. And it is totally super effective.
2: Yep. And Gator,
0: uh, super effective.
2: Yep, it is definitely a, a Gator says buy four off because this is a great card. Um, and moving on to our next one, it's not an Alolan, but it is. Oh 90. yes, it is. It's wait, wait, it is
1: Lunala GX. Oh, yes,
2: there we so, go. So Lunala
1: GX, two hundred and fifty hit points and a psychic. It is a stage two. Spoilers, sorry. Um, it has an ability, as often as you like during your turn, you may move a Psychic Energy attached to one of your Pokemon to another of your Pokemon, and then for 4 Psychic, does 120, during your opponent's next turn, this Pokemon, which was damaged by this attack, cannot heal. Um, and then for the GX Attack, 3 Psychic, choose one of your opponent's basic Pokemon, except Pokemon GX, this Pokemon is knocked out. Um, Retreat to 2, Weakness to Dark. Weakness to Dark is not insignificant in this format right now. It is. Um, not with Turbo Dark Cry and not with Ivetl. Yeah. Um, I like this card. Um, psychic loves being able to move energy around because so many Psychic things have, like, heavy attacks. Um, not that.
2: But then Mega there's
1: the, Not to mention Mega Mewtwo that loves having a bunch of Psychic energy piled on for the knockout. Um, this card being a stage 2 hurts it a bit with a Psychic, so I don't know how much play it'll get, but 250 HP is pretty tanky. But Cosmog and Cosmoem are not super tanky. Um, Cosmog with a measly 60 hit points, and Cosmoem with a measly 90. Um, which also applies to the next Pokemon uh, with Solgaleo. But yeah. Um, this is interesting for me.
0: How do you guys feel about it? Sublime. Well, being a stage 2 is rough. Like, really, really rough. But like that ability is great, that attack is great, that um, GX attack is great. So even though it has definitely got some things going against it, if you're playing with Lunala EX, I think you'll come through for you if you can get it into play.
2: Yes, and that's exactly my um, what I said when this came out when we discovered that this this card is a stage two, and I said it the same thing with Solgaleo. Stage two is a dirty word. Yes. If you're stage two, you're already have your everything stacked against you. You're take too long. If you're not grass, of course, grass is the exception right now. If you can't evolve fast enough, then you're too slow. However, if the card is good enough, Sometimes it's you are willing to make those sacrifices and do that setup in order to get what you want. And what I like about Lulana, it's like you guys said, its ability is good, its attack is good, and its GS attack is good as well. You have three for three right there. Its retreat cost is not even that uh, bad. I mean, I'm not even sure if Mysterious Energy is still in format. Did that get rotated out? I think it did.
1: Yeah, it it did.
2: Well, in expanded, you have that option. We automatically will lower the two colorless from its retreat cost, making it a free retreat cost. If that's an option, if you want to play it in expanded. Uh, so that's an option. However, I want to emphasize what Gator said not too long ago, and that's its weakness to darkness. That is a real problem in a format where Evalta is so prevalent still. And you have other definitely powerhouses. I mean, we can, we can definitely say that, uh, Swordward can knock this out. With its, if you put choice ban on it, yeah, so, yeah, it can knock it out 130. There we go. Uh, so that will make it 260 in one hit. So it is worth noting that weakness target is a big thing. However, if you're just using it to move your energies around and do that one attack that will knock out basically anything that is not a GX attack, it is a great card. I like it. Yes, it has its obstacles, but I think the pros it brings might actually may outweigh the negative, but time will tell. Right now, I will say it's super effective. Sublime.
0: Um, I also am going to say that it is super effective, although it has drawbacks. Um,
1: I'm going to say it is super effective as well. It's just, I... Mm. I'm, I'm on the border of effective and super effective just with the way the format is right now.
2: It is just the, that it's an amazing car that has a bit against it because of mm-hmm. the format. and that's I would why like to say,
0: event. since we're talking about um, Choice Band, which hasn't been um, talked about yet, we're getting some stadiums next set as well that get rid of weaknesses.
2: Yeah, so. that is very true. That is very true. We'll get to that in a minute. And we're right. We're talking about choice brand. We haven't even talked about that card, but we will. And for those, well, we already talked to explain what it was. But Lunar is not the only legendary. It came it, They say that the best things come in pair, and that's this is no exception. Soul Galeo has come out, and it's a steal. Come fight. out of the bag. It, yep. It,
0: oh, yes. Get in. So Soul Galeo DX. Uh... What? No, I was laughing because that was a good one. No oh. <laughs> so Sorry, I love that <laughs> meme <move> so much. <laughs> the
2: best means. That the is the top.
0: name of Cosmog's attack in Japanese. <laughs> get in the bag, are you serious?
2: Yes, <laughs> you're really? Yes. oh my up. god, that's the that's the best thing. Uh, let me scroll that up. get in the bag. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing. They even translate it. They haven't been translating the names of the attacks. They or that, that might one. be a
2: joke as well, though. Because they do that sometimes in these translations. They change the name as a joke. But we will know soon okay. enough. So, anyway, Solgaleo GX has 250 just as Sol as Lunala. It's Metal, though, instead of Psychic. Um, as Lunala, is a Stage 2. And it's Pokemon Ability. It is once during your turn, you may switch your active Pokemon with one of your bench Pokemon. And its attack is 2 metal, 1 colorless, 230. This calls and energy is attached to this Pokemon. And then its GX attack just costs 1 metal. Search your deck for 5 energies and attach them to your Pokemon in any way you like. Its weakness against fire, resistance against psychic, and its retreat cost is 3. I like Soul Galeo a lot, but what do you guys think? Uh, Gator, let's start with you.
1: I think that two metal and a colorless for two thirty is almost broken. Um, <laughs> that's just so good, especially with that GX attack to be able to like reload next turn. Yeah. Um, you're just taking lives, uh, mm-hmm. and then it's one of the things that's underrated in this game is getting set up. Yeah. Five energy attachments. Yeah. Your opponent has to play keep up. Um, they've got two turns, or, yeah, three turns to do it, and, but still, um, that's gross. And then that ability is no joke either. Once during your turn, you may switch your active Pokemon when your bench, um, don't have to worry about any kind of, uh, status effects on you anymore.
2: Nope. Um. Let's rush in without the disadvantage of having one specific Pokemon going out. You can choose exactly.
0: whatever you want. Yeah, it's effects. Um. <laughs>
1: So, yeah, I don't know, man. This card is a little trippy for me.
2: Yep.
1: Uh, that steel typing is a little rough, though. Uh, especially with Volcanion, again. Um,
0: true, true.
2: How about you, so, Sublime?
0: Um, I think it's great. Like, hey, Vyca Volk, when you're going to discard three energy to attack, you should probably do 230 damage for it to be worthwhile.
2: <laughs> yep.
0: Like, um, the GX is good, the ability is good, and the attack is good. Like... It's beefy, and we're gonna get a stadium that gets rid of the weakness. So I really don't have anything bad to say about it, other than that it's a stage two. Yeah.
2: You know what? What kind of like I like about right now also about this is the fact that we keep forgetting that these two Pokemon share the same basic and stage one. Yeah. So it that's is very not true. A, that is not a problem to play both of these Pokemon together. Uh,
1: except it's, I it, would. It needs it needs a uh. You probably need a rainbow energy somewhere. You do. Yeah. You do. Which.
0: Ooh. Which is in the set.
2: <laughs> Which yeah. is in the set, okay. correct. And not only that, it, they kind of work together in a way in mm-hmm. you can use Soul Galeo to get five energies. And let's say you get two medals and three psychics, you put whatever is necessary in Soul Galeo, and the rest you can put it whatever you want. And then you can move it around afterwards, thanks to Sol, uh, Lunala.
1: And so retrieve whatever lets you need move to. the psychic uh, energy. Yeah, yeah, so. that's what
2: I mean. Uh, the psychics, not the metals. But if you are using Rainbow, Rainbow does count as psychic as well. Because it's every color. So you can move those around as well. True. Uh, and with one search of the GX card, you can get four Rainbow Energies and one Psychic. And then you can do whatever you want with it. And then you can move them around if needed. Or you can put it on, uh, obviously, so Galeo to attack. I mean, obviously, this is all situations counting where you have two full stage two Pokemon in play. We must, we must not forget... Forget about that in the first place, of course. Yeah, There's from start to beginning, that's kind of a long way to go. But still, same thing as I said with Lunala. The card is just that good. Yes, it's a stage two, but everything about it is so good that it's worth playing and taking the risk on it. So I'm going to give it a super effective as well. Gator.
1: Yeah, I'm going to agree. I think it gets a super effective, uh, borderline effective, just like uh, uh, Solgaleo did. Or Lunala did, rather. Um, it's just super tricky. Yep. Uh, it, I think the, as the format shifts, it'll get a lot better because we're get, moving away from big basics. Yeah. So
2: Exactly. And Sublime.
0: Um, I would also agree. It's super effective, even though the stage two definitely holds it back. Yeah,
2: but they're still super effective and they're amazing. So amazing. Then we're going to move on to the next one, which is an amazing recently ridiculous Pokemon that we're going to talk about. And that is Passimian. Sublime. Take Passimian away.
0: Um. So, Passimian is a fighting type with 110 HP. Uh, For one fighting energy, this attack does 30 damage to one of your opponent's benched Pokemon. And then, the other attack, which is more interesting, is for two colorless. It's 10 plus,
2: 30 damage
0: for each Passimian on your be- bench.
2: Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Uh, What do you think about it, Sublime? I
0: think think it's a gimmick that is not worth using, but it's cute.
2: Okay. Uh, Gator?
1: I think that this deck skeleton to make it work is super, like, minimal. Mm -hmm. And I think you can go off with it. Uh, You get a Mew, and you get five of these on the bench. Whoa, 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 whoa. Or five? Four four of these. I'm sorry. (laughs) Four of these. I'm sorry. So what three times three times four is not an insignificant number because you're hitting 130 with the plus 10, and then you throw another tool on it or you throw anything on it, and it starts looking good. And we're getting a lot of balls right now, like repeat ball, um, uh, nest ball, that are making it super easy to search for this stuff. So I think that Passamian has a super streamlined way of taking taking names and taking wins. Um, so I can definitely see this coming out of, like, and being a road deck.
2: I like it. I like it because it reminds me of Lucario, in a way. It's 110 HP, it's not bad at all for a basic that is not an EX or GX, and its first attack... We must not ignore one fighting energy and you do thirty damage to your opponent's bench Pokemon. That knocks out Joltek. that knocks out Magic Carp's for those Gyarados decks.
0: You're and taking half out- the HP off a of Cosmog. Um- <laughs> yep. Yeah. That you're takes, knocking out Wishy-Washy. You're
2: knocking out Wishy-Washy <laughs> if you have an opponent that even <laughs> plays that, for whatever reason, deserve it to be knocked out. So 30 and 30 H- damage
0: is good
1: math. Like, yep. later on in the matchup, that 30 damage can be the reason between you win and you lose.
2: Yep, so. it definitely is. And then you have that second attack for just double colorless energy. It does 10 plus 30 for each one. Let's say that you do use Passemia and not Mew. That is still a 100 damage for just a colorless, double colorless energy. And we're forgetting fighting energy. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. Strong oh, strong energy.
1: energy. Oh, yeah.
2: Which will allow it to do 20 more. So let's say if you had the chance and you have the time and you have the hand, you put two strong energies on this. That's 140 damage for having three Passemias on the bench and being it on the active. And it's substantial amount of uh damage um of course that means that you need to have all these pokemon in play but it's still not something to be ignored it's, well, even- it's not it's not
1: hard to do it all right now yep. with the the ball we're getting and mm-hmm. with the balls we already have um like i said that that strategy is super streamlined you can put everything you need in your deck to get those cards out
2: yep and then you put choice ban which we keep repeating <laughs> in this episode um uh, Choice band. That's another thirty damage. So that's one hundred and seventy damage. If you're able to set this up hundred compl- uh, immediately with absolutely no hiccups, you're doing one hundred and seventy damage.
1: Huh? You're taking lives. I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. You're just.
2: This is surprisingly and fitly, as I did the segue, ridiculous. It's a great card. It is a card that people will laugh at it once it see it, and once it's kicking ass and taking name, people will stop laughing immediately. I like it a lot. I like it so much that I'm going to give it a super effective.
1: I am too. Super effective for me.
0: Sublime. Y'all sold me on some of its merits, so I'm just going to give it effective as opposed to not very <laughs> effective. Good.
2: That's, I, I call that a win. <laughs>
1: If we convince Sublime, I'm, I'm done. We can stop this We can stop right this here. right now.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that, I like Passamia a lot. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure we're going to see that in, in its own deck. Um, but it's not the only Pokemon, and definitely uh, the next one. It's something of a... Speaking of ridiculous, it oh, is yeah. none other than Alolan Duck Trio. So let's go ahead and take that away. Oh, myself. It's my turn. So... Alolan Duck Trio, interesting little bugger aren't you? So this time around our Alolan friend is a metal type with 100 HP, it's stage 2 as you all know, it has grey blonde hair, very Fabio-ish. It's ability though, it's while this Pokemon is in play, your opponent's Pokemon pays 1 extra energy to retreat. It's attack, costing 3 colorless energies, this attack deals 50 damage to 1 of your opponent's Pokemon does not apply weakness and resistance. Uh, it's uh, weakness against fire, resistance against psychic, and its retreat cost is two. Sublime, you start with this one. What do you think of Doctor? I don't <laughs> think
0: don't much of it. it. Okay, I don't. I love its hair. Sometimes I think about its hair. Um, but uh, the ability, yeah, increases retreat cost, but there's so many ways around retreat cost, and then, like... Three energy to do fifty on a stage one with only a hundred energy or a hundred HP is not great by any means.
1: Mm-hmm. Gator, I think that you cannot look th- at this card by itself. Um, when you consider that a lowland diglet, um, its first attack for free energy, no energy required. Looking at the top three cards of your deck and putting them back in any order, mm. I think that's super clutch, um, especially if you have to start it. Yeah. So, you start it, hey, you get to do your stuff, and kind of, like, set up for your next turn, and then Alolan Dugtrio. I mean, you start piling these on the bench, and if you take away any way for a uh, Pokemon to retreat, you can start doing some nasty work. Um, I don't think that I know of a deck that's crying out for this right now, yeah. so I don't think it's, like, it's very effective, but I'm sure there's something that's looking for this. It's one of those cards that's like, hmm...
2: Yeah, there's something about it. Now, it, regarding Diglett's attack, which you mentioned is zero cost, and you look at the top three cards of your deck and put them back in any order. That's interesting. Although Lapras for one water energy lets you allow to draw all three. Which, yeah. <laughs> but again, we're talking metal. That's water. I'm that's just metal, saying it's
1: metal. not terrible to start it. Cause if no, you no, start no, a sure. little Diglett, you know, um, you're going to get something.
2: It's, Pokemon ability is not bad, uh, for going back to a little trio. Um, but like, like, Sublime says there's so, way, so many ways to go around it, and its attack is disappointing, just 50 damage. I do not worry about, doesn't apply weakness or resistance, because there's things like, um, what's the tool that allows you to hit the bench for weakness or resistance? Um, wide Lens. White Lens that allows you to hit, so that might do 100 damage to the bench if something's weak against metal, and that's the issue. If you're playing against um, anything Berry, ice Mega or fairy, right now yep, then it's good. Otherwise, eh.
1: Eh. good again, Lapras.
2: Yeah, Lapras. Yeah, that's true too. Um, I don't like. I don't know. Not doesn't convince me. I mean, but it might have something. I'm I'm gonna give it a not very effective, just because right now, too much effort.
1: Sublime.
0: Also not very effective, but interesting.
1: And Gator. Not very effective, but like Sublime said, interesting
2: interesting indeed as is our next pokemon it's a very interesting one as deed i mean we've seen it since Gen Two, but it doesn't stop creeping me out i mean who would want a bird with razor sharp wings flying around that seems like a hazard that we need to be <coughs> annihilated immediately anyway it's kind of sublime let's talk about skymory
0: Skarmory, poor thing, is no longer the only flying steel type. Celesteela <laughs> has just taken the wind beneath its wings. Anyway, it's got a card. It's interesting. Basic with 110 HP steel type for two, do- um, for two col- colorless energy, so just a double colorless. Discard all special energy attached to all of both players' Pokemon. Mm-hmm. And then it's got another attack that we don't care about that's one metal and two... A colorless that does 60 and flip a coin of heads, you do 30 more. The reason this is being talked about is because of that special energy discard. Yeah.
2: I have opinions about that, though. It's also worth noting that its weakness is lightning, resistant fighting, and its retreat cost is a not bad of one.
1: Gator. I'd like to go last on this.
2: Okay. Uh, So, on this one, I like the potential of that first attack. This got all special energy, so that should... All of the Pokemon's uh, players. That means that you, if you play a double colorless energies to use this attack, you
0: will lose it. It discards it, It yeah. It
2: discards itself, which is an issue. It's also an issue where I don't, at least me as a player, I don't play more than one. I don't, I only play special energies when I'm gonna use it that turn. I don't stack up those special energies On the bench unless I know I need to redraw on your hand and I don't want to lose that um, double colors and I'll put it on something on the the bench. But usually you want to keep those in your hand and then play them when you're ready to play them. So how many are you really going to end up discarding with that attack? I don't know. I mean, yes, there's a potential of discarding a lot, but more often than not, I believe that you may not be discarding all that much. So, and needless to say, of course, that the attack, its second attack, it's nothing too worthwhile as well. So I have mixed feelings about this one as well. How about you, Gator?
1: I think this card is great.
2: Okay.
1: Two colorless, being able to discard all special energy cards attached to all of player this is Pokemon, mm-hmm. um, Giratina that kills that. Um, Darkrai builds that want the Giratina or want the DCEs on, um, what is it, uh, can't think of it. Alright, Lugia builds that want the DCEs, um, Ivetl that play the DCEs, mm-hmm. anything with that kind of attachment is going to hate this card. There is so much... Energy hate coming out in this format. We're going to talk about a couple cards later, but, um, we've talked, we've mentioned it before when it came out. Um, Team Skull Grunt, which discards energy out of your opponent's hand. Um, this Pokemon, which discards it off Pokemon on the field. Most decks, except for like Vespaquin, are not running two special charges. So, if they're reliant on their special energy and you bring this Pokemon out, you can pretty much shut down entire archetypes that are reliant on the special energies. Um, And it's splashable. At a 110 basic with two colorless to to do the attack, splashable in everything. I love it.
0: I do like that it's splashable, and that's what I was thinking about, is the fact that, oh, well, because the attack is just two colorless energy, you can put this in any deck. And there are some decks that, like, remember Nightmarch, all it played was um, special energy, right? Like, there Mm -hmm. are decks that rely extremely heavily on their special energy, so, even though I don't think this will necessarily see a ton of use immediately, it has so much potential.
2: I like the combination of this with, um, Evolution's Radicate.
1: Oh yeah, that's even grosser.
2: Which, uh, um, yeah, does damage, 60 damage for the times of how many special energies are in your opponent's discard. That's super nice. Um, uh... Considering cirrhosic is no longer in standard, I believe, which allows you to discard special energy uh, as a support. You've guys convinced me, um, or Gator, you convinced me, that this has uses. Uh, definitely. So I'm going to go ahead and say it's an effective. Sublime. Effective. And Gator.
1: Super effective. um. Grab a playset of these, yeah. In my opinion, even if even if you don't, uh, if we give a card a rating of effective, grab a playset. Yeah, like for sure,
2: because it yeah, it. it's probably gonna get some type of use. And like we were mentioning with Poseyian, Poseyian with two strong energies would do a lot of damage. Well, this would be Poseyian's worst nightmare.
1: Bygard um, hates it too.
2: Yep. So moving on to our next one, because this is the set that just keeps on giving. We're gonna go with. We already kind of spoiled, uh, not spoiled. We kind of like said that this was coming and it's its here. It's Dragon Knight. Gator, take it away. So,
1: Dragonite. stage two, 160 hit points, dragon type. So, first attack, for a grass and a lightning, 130 damage, discard a lightning and grass energy attached to this Pokemon. Second attack, for five colorless, 200 <laughs> that's, damage. That,
2: that's cherry, sorry. Territory. Rip a coin.
1: If Tails attack does nothing. Wow. Weak to ferry for retreat cost. This mm-hmm. card is interesting.
2: Interesting to <laughs> say the least. Um
1: Sublime. But it loves Vicovolt. Uh it really <laughs> loves Vikavolt. <me proud.
0: laughs> yeah. Somewhere someone is going to make a deck with this in Vicavolt and they shouldn't have. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what, what's wrong with playing two stage 2 lines in your deck? Of, I different, don't types. <laughs> of like, different types.
2: Uh, and I immediately went back and read Dratini's and Dragonair's just in case there's a surprise thing there that would say, Whoa, whoa, this makes totally makes it playable. But I don't see anything <laughs> that makes well, it playable. I
0: think Dragonair Dragon is more interesting than Dragonite, to Dragon be Air. honest. So
2: to go to Dragonair, Gator, could you cover Dragonair?
0: Um,
1: for one colorless, during your next turn, you can attach as many energy cards from your hand to your Pokemon.
2: Mm-hmm. That's an interesting um, attack.
1: So that can get it set up. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, for one grass on the basic Dratini, search your deck for either Dragonite, Dragonair, or Dratini. Shuffle your deck afterwards. I mean, you're starting to roll. Like, it's not like the hardest thing in the world to get this deck going. Because um, it definitely synergizes with itself. But man, that's it's hard. Yep. oof,
2: it's it's hard. Um, there's nowhere around this. I mean, got 200 sounded coin great. flip, coin flip. Half the time <laughs> you're the getting 200. coin flip. what I mean. If you would have told me that Dragonair, one colorless, you can attach as many energies on the next turn. I evolve and then attach all the energies that I need because I was able to get them. And I was you secure me that I would do 200 damage each turn after that. Oh yeah, sign me up.
1: But it's fifty. Mean, energy for one thirty ain't bad. Yeah. Um, well, that's true. You're just if you can load that up with more than just the, the two grass and like the one grass, one lightning, yeah. that's pretty good if you can cycle that energy some way.
0: That is true. Um, that said, a stage two with one sixty HP is not good in no, a format not clear, where stage ones have two hundred and ten. Yeah.
1: But, oh, hold on now. If you discard all that energy off, you can play max potions on it.
2: That is true as well. That is true. That is actually very, very true.
1: So So there, there, I see, there, there's like a, the matrix in front of us of how to make this card work. Um, but I think we're digging, so. Yeah,
2: (laughs) we are. We definitely are. So let's go ahead and rate this real quick. I'm gonna say effective. I'm not, I'm afraid to give it a not very effective because. There are some points that it's going to make this possible to be played very well. So effective for me. Sublime.
0: I am not afraid to give this a not very effective <laughs> because that is what it is.
2: And Gator.
1: I'm going to give it an effective because I think I could do something cute with it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: it, 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 um, I think potential. I think I could make this work. I don't think I'd take it to a regional.
2: Yeah, Exactly. So let's go ahead and hurry up because we have gone all night, but we are not finished and we're going to finish this and we're going to go and proceed with none other than one of my babe, one of my babies, or my baby, Eevee. Whose turn is it? Oh, it's mine. Eevee is a colorless 60 HP and this little honey bunch of, of oats has an ability that says once during your turn when you attach a basic energy from your hand... To this Pokemon, you may search your deck for a card that evolved from Eevee. With the same type as the energy card, evolve, uh, evolve Eevee into the chosen Pokemon. Shuffle your deck afterwards. Does that sound familiar? Yes,
0: Yes, it it before. However, I'm wondering if it just hasn't been translated correctly yet. Like, the one that already exists says you can do it your first turn as well. And you this doesn't specify that. Yeah.
2: Um. And... Its attack. It's one color less. Flip a coin. If head, draw cards. It's not worth noting. So obviously, we stated this EV here because it is the good Eevee, which we lost in the rotation, and now we're getting it back. And hallelujah, do we need it back? This EV automatically makes all EVs playable. Of course, those EV, Eevee, those evolutions that have good cards are playable, once again, to the max as they were before. We're happy to see it back. We are going to rate this, I mean, at least I'm going to rate it super effective because it's the Eevee we all love and know. Uh, Sublime. Like,
0: it's going to be as super effective as any Lutions are. Yep.
2: And Gator.
1: Yeah, super effective. This is the strongest version of Eevee you can get.
2: Yep, for sure. If you're playing EVolutions, this is the EV you need. So play, buy a playset of this, and let's move on to the next. Speaking of Eevees, let's go with the Evolutions. Um, I'm going to let you choose which one. Sublime, which one do you want to cover?
0: I love Umbreon, but I know Gator is very interested in this card, so I'll let Gator pick. Okay. Um,
1: Umbreon is the one to go. I'd oh. say go for it, Sublime.
0: All right. Well, Umbreon, the best EVolution that is not named Vaporeon, <laughs> is a GX with 200 HP, It is a dark type, and it's got three attacks if you count the GX. The first one, Snipe, if you want, um, switch this Pokemon with one of your benched Pokemon, and it deals 30 damage for one dark. So you can switch, but you don't have to. That's nice flexibility, certainly. And then here is um, Darkrai Reincarnated. um, A better attack. A better night. I feel like things are bulkier now, and so it's not going to be as good. Um... One dark and two double colorless, 90 to the target, 30 to something on the bench. Yeah. And then the GX, which is interesting, is for a dark and a colorless, choose two energy cards, attached to your opponent's Pokemon, and discard them. Yeah. No damage, which is kind of a bummer.
2: Yeah. And
1: Gitter. I think this card's super good. Uh, Night Sphere, I think, is still super good because, um, A, you've made it easier to do because it's a dark and a double colorless, unlike the original, which was two darks and a colorless. B, you've got a lot of ele- evol- evolution-based Pokemon that are coming out in these sets, and it seems the format is moving towards evolution-based, so you're able to poke those little guys really hard in the eye with that 30 damage to the bench. Mm-hmm. And like I said before, that 30 damage can be clutched later on when you're doing your math. Um... The GX attack can also be clutch for your endgame. Um, if all they need to knock you out is that two extra energy, there you go. Boom. Um, like I said, energy hates huge in this game. So if you're playing a deck with hammers, if you're playing it with uh, Team Flare Grunt, if you're playing it with the Team Skull Grunt, um, this, is, this is starting to get dirty. I think this is an automatic include um, in the Dark Archetype. I really like this card.
2: I really like it a lot. I I would have loved for this to be the same format as Trevenant. Uh, it would have been disgusting with its first attack doing 30 damage and going back to the bench. That would have been lovely. Uh, it's still a great attack. Its second attack, like, I agree with Gator. I think 90 damage plus 30 to any on the bench is still pretty solid. Um. So it's still gonna do a lot of damage. I'm iffy on the GX for the fact, I mean, again, we just discard that, was it Skarmory? Got rid of all special energies, and there's ways of discarding energies that is not using the only GX you have in the whole game. Which is what I'm having issues with, so I don't like it, sp- I'm not particularly liking that. GX I
1: can't tell you how many games I've had that have come down to that extra one or two energy though. Like, just thinking about, like, Actually, cards in hand, playing.
2: I agree, Sometimes but you're you using those two your lone GX attack to get rid of two energies.
1: Yeah, you can't use true. any other attack. That's true. But if, that, if it's so it two energies for game, if it's two energies for game, it's two energies for game.
2: True, like, or you can do Lunana's GX and just knock out a Pokemon.
1: Well, you, that's the nice thing, though. You yeah. can have more than one GX Pokemon and choose which GX attack you want to use. True.
0: Like, I think it's a good card, but like. Solgaleo GX lets you fish for five. This yeah. lets you get rid of two, and yeah. that looks unimpressive by comparison.
1: But yeah, this I is mean... effectively this is effectively a basic Pokemon though with the EV in format. Whereas Solgaleo, you have to wait the two turns to be able to like power up the Pokemon, get it out, hope it survives.
2: And that is so, true as well. I'm, I'm not... Two hundred
1: hit points isn't nothing to sneeze at either.
2: No, no, no. Everything else about that this book po- this card is great. My, I'm only looking specifically on the GX attack. Where I'm like, there's, if I only get to use one GX attack throughout the whole game, do I want to use it on this? And this is where I'm kind of like in the zone where I'm not sure that really is worth getting rid of two energies when you could basically use something else that could knock out a Pokemon or do something bigger. But other than that, put in the GX attack attack, this attack, this card is solid. I love both of its attack. I love the HP. I love that it evolves immediately from an Eevee. I'm giving it a super effective for sure.
0: Sublime. I'm also giving it a super effective, but I do think 90 is not what it used to be.
2: And Gator.
1: Uh, super effective, 90 is going to feel great when it's punching uh, uh, Lunala in the face. Um <laughs>
0: That is true, it is dark, and
2: it's also <laughs> worth noting that this is fighting weakness, which is something to take note on, specifically if pasimian does, uh, take game. Now, moving on to the other one, Gator, cover Espeon.
1: Espeon GX, 200 hit points psychic type, stage 1 just like Umbreon. For 1 psychic energy, does 30 damage, your opponent's active Pokemon's now confused. Second attack for one Psychic and a DCE sixty plus. This attack deals, six, deals thirty damage times the number of energy. Deals an additional thirty damage times the number of energy attached to your opponent's active Pokemon. Um, and then GX Psychic and a double colorless. Same as that attack. Put ten damage counters on your opponent's Pokemon in any way you like. Weakness to Psychic. Retreat cost of one.
2: That's the GX attack. That is an amazing GX attack. Ten damage counters. Any way I like. How many can you knock out in one turn? If it's a Gerardos, um, they hit it uh, in the hit uh, you Oh, you're it. talking
1: about the Ancient Origins Gyarados?
2: Yeah. It depends on the Magic Carps. You can knock out three Magic Carps in one go.
1: Four. And magic still curbs. have enough damage to put 70 on uh, Gyarados. <laughs> exactly. So.
2: That's a fantastic DX um, attack.
1: Sorry. Yeah, to that's really good for you. the math game. You know, mm-hmm. it really is um i dig it
2: um now on the contrast of umbrium not liking the other two attacks as much as umbrians i mean i don't know
1: i like that second attack a lot
2: the second attack is pretty good uh it's first attack you trading in being able to switch for confusion i don't like it at all sorry uh, I would prefer Umbrain in 100 times. Its second attack is interesting. 60 damage plus 30 for each energy. It's not to sneeze out if your opponent has 3. That's automatic 90. That's 150 damage. That's a lot. That's of- why I take it back. I'm sorry. This is a great attack. For sure. Yeah, I didn't do the math correctly in my most,
1: mind. Most attacks only do it. Even if they only have 2. Yeah. Like, I don't see any good attacks that are better than, like, 2 seems to be, like, your threshold for hitting, like, good numbers. You're still doing that additional, like, you're doing 120. Yeah. Which is a two-hit knockout on most things in the format. So, what's not to love about that? Plus, again, all the tools we can attach and make it stronger. Um,
2: mm-hmm. Plus, it has the fact that uh, Lunana support if it needs it for the Pokemon Ability So oh, yeah, and, uh, Energy Surround. So and I how like do you the think? fact
1: that one of its attacks matches the GX attack energy account. Like, that's also super good that you're not, like, overpaying for your GX attack.
0: Yeah. Yes, that is very true. I like Espeon... Um I don't like that your opponent can control how much damage you're doing with it, mm-hmm. but the fact that it's plus 30 for any energy yeah. is really strong. So even if they are trying to mitigate it, you'll probably like be your able your opponent's
1: to not playing the game yeah. then like yeah. they're just not exactly
2: it, it's if you're making your opponent do less, then you're already doing something to your opponent. If you're putting energies downs because they're afraid that you're gonna do too much damage to win, then you're already successful because you're not Correct. allowing him to play that. So it's it's great.
0: Yeah, my only point would be that like it would be better if you knew you were two hit KOing anything regardless of what your opponent did. Yeah. But this is you're probably two hit KOing most things, depending on your opponent, a little bit. Yeah. So it's still really good. It's just not as good as if it just did um a consistent amount of damage that you knew would always get a two-hit KO.
2: And again, if you do hit it, let's say for a hundred and fifty, hundred and twenty, for 120, oh, let's oof. say hundred and twenty, and he switches out, puts something else, then you just do the GX attack and you have a hundred damage. You just put on whatever you already damaged, plus kill something else if you have enough with.
0: Yeah, it's definitely good.
2: Yeah. I'm Super just, effective for me. The it attack's not perfect. perfect. Yep. Yeah. Sublime. Super effective as well. Definitely. And Gator. Super and, effective. Yep. Great, great cards. And it's refreshing to see these two having amazingly good EX cards. Well, particularly um, both of these have had good EX cards in the past, but these are way better cards for sure.
0: The art on them is beautiful too. It is.
2: They are. I'm liking these GX cards a lot. So let's go ahead and do this and finish this maybe with Oranguru. Which is weird. Oh wait, no, before we go there, we skip the shoes. We can't forget our own, let's make Pokemon TCG great again, um, card.
1: Oh, and don't shoes. say that. Ugh, no. <laughs> that tickles me pink, that's great. Um, <laughs> you're a terrible person, but it's still great. Um
2: <laughs> Let's talk about Gumshoe. Who wants to tackle this baby? Okay,
0: fine, I'll do it.
2: Gumshoes, it's colorless. It has 210 HP. It's a stage one. Its ability is once doing your turn, you may look at your opponent's hand. It has an attack of three colorless, does a hundred damage, and then one GX attack does, for one colorless, does 10 plus 50 damage for each energy attached to your opponent's active Pokemon. It's weakness to fighting, which you cost off two. What do you guys think, Sublime?
0: The ability is really good, like, the fact that it's only a stage one that's as bulky as it is. You can put this in any deck and just look at your opponent's hand.
2: Mm-hmm. Skater.
0: I think it's alright.
1: Um, it's probably like my least favorite of the GXs, like regardless of art or anything like that. Yeah. Um, it's fine. It's splashable.
0: It's
2: very meh. It's very... It's not horrible. It's not great either. It's kind of in between. I mean, it's GX attack... For one colorless, you have the potential of doing a massive amount of damage. I mean, if your opponent has a full blown, uh, four energies attached to it, that's 210 damage that you're doing to it for just one colorless. So it's, you know, not half bad, but it's main attack, three colorless, just a hundred damage and does nothing else. It's not good at all. And it's ability is good. Um, but I mean, unless you want to make sure. What your opponent, I mean, yeah, overall, looking at your opponent's hand is always good. So, I mean, it's okay. I, I would say it's effective.
0: I mean, both of you love using N, and, like, this lets you know when to use N or not.
2: I mean, true, but true. You know, I've never needed to see my opponent's hand to whether and have a gut feeling whether I should or should not play n.
0: Then there might have been times when you played n that it wasn't the right play. But with gumshoes, you'll always know if it's the right that play. That's
2: true. That is true. I think it's it will be the other way around. It will be. I want to know if your if the opponent has an n <laughs> to know whether or not I can keep things in my hand or I should play them.
0: I think That's like, also really valuable information, though. Yeah,
2: I think that the other way around would be something that would use it for or to know whether or not I can hold on to the to the card I have for one more turn uh, or should I play right now in the fear that I might be end in the next turn. I think gumshoes will be more useful in that aspect. Gator, what's your opinion?
1: I think this is the GX you go for if you're not sure what GX you want to play. Like, if you're not building around a GX card, yeah. I think this is your splashable GX, like Tauros.
2: So we have an effective for me, Sublime.
0: Super effective. Like, oh. I don't even see this as an attacker. Like, that ability on something with 210 HP that can just sit there in the bench is good. The fact that you can use a really potentially strong GX for just one colorless energy also, it doesn't even have to be your attacker since it's mainly a supporter. It can just use the GX if it'd be useful. So I think it's I think it's super effective.
2: Hmm. And Gator.
0: I
1: think, according to what Sublime said, and then my point about it being super splashable, super effective.
2: Okay, we're good. So we have that for gumshoes. And now we're going to move on to Taurus GX, because they keep on going. And Almost,
1: you did it again. You skipped oh, Oranguru. Oh,
2: Oranguru, oh my god. This is what happens when you don't have show notes. <laughs> so Oranguru, let's go ahead and tackle that one. Oranguru is a colorless this time. Sorry, this time around. It's 120 HP. Uh it's basic, it's Pokemon ability. Once you're turn, you may draw cards until you have three in your hand. Basically, it's a weeks uh a weaker um Shaman EX. Uh its attack for three colorless energies has 60 damage, plus this attack does deal 20 damage for each energy attached to your opponent's active Pokemon. We've seen three cards already with the same uh type of skill. Uh its weakness to fighting, its retreat costs two. Uh, Gator, let's start with you. What do you think about Aranguru?
1: I think this is going to be something you should definitely pick a play setup of. Yeah. Um, and this is the card you want to get for your pre-release promo. Um, I see this card being really clutch when those delinquents hit you, when your opponent ends you to one, um, there's a variety of circumstances where this doesn't hurt to have it on your bench passively getting you better card draws every turn, um, that you need those card draws. Because the turns you need them the most are when you have the least in your hand. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't hurt anything being a basic splashable, colorless, easy to use, fun to wear, low financing. <laughs> Get yours today.
0: That's what I feel about it. Sublime. Any card that gives you free draw that doesn't cost you anything is good. Yeah. And the fact that it has 120 on a basic just put all of those other stage ones with like a hundred HP that we talked about to shame. Yeah. Props to you, Arangaroo. Props.
2: Yeah. It is definitely a solid card, and we cannot not ignore that attack. Three colorless, sixty plus twenty for each energy in your active Pokemon. That's not bad. Not bad at all for a non GXEX basic card. Um. Once, uh, the ability to draw three cards whenever you need them, as you guys already clearly described. It is pretty powerful. Of course, there's Shaming X right now, and there's artillery which allows you to draw five. But, regardless, that is still a great ability to have. And it stacks, so why not both? And, there's nothing else to say. It's a good card. It's definitely a good card, yeah. any way you want to see it. So, I'm going to go ahead and call it a Super Effective Sublime.
0: Super Effective, completely agree.
2: And Gator.
1: Super effective.
2: Yeah, now let's go to Green Tar. No, oh, just the normal Taro, And it's GX. I wish the hidden rare for this was green. Anyway. Don't you?
0: <laughs> oh, that'd be amazing. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, the day they make a green Taurus card.
2: Oh, my God. It's people, <laughs> it's gonna it's, It might be an awful card, but suddenly people are going to be craving for it, and people are like, why? It's so old, people are crazy. Anyway, Taurus EX. Let's go ahead and do this. Um, Gator, talk about Taurus EX.
1: Taurus GX. For $180, it is a colorless. So, already good off the bat. Um all of its attacks cost a DCE. It's got three attacks. First attack, 20 plus. This attack deals ten damage, ten more damage for each damage counter on this Pokemon. So it's got 180 HP, a maximum damage of 190. Um second attack just does 60 for a DCE. And the GX attack. This attack deals 30 damage for each damage counter on this Pokemon. That's like that isn't. That's 500 plus damage. Yeah.
2: yeah.
1: On a like fully damaged one of these, you throw a fighting fury belt. That's even more damage. You're in like six, seven hundred range. Um, its weakness is fighting. Retreat cost three. This is the card that I am going to be splashing in a lots of things because this and Ninja Boy makes me happy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that is very
2: true. That is very true. Ninja Boy. Anything you have into this, transfer the damage counters and the DCE if it already has it, and you're done. You're one-hit KOing whatever you have in front of you. Sublime.
0: I'm an Aquarius, but no matter what your sign is, Tauros is aligned with you, because this is an amazing card.
2: <laughs> it is. It
0: like, is. unless you can one-shot this, don't attack it. Because it's going to one-shot you back with that GX. And that's just really great pressure to put on, even if you would want to use a different GX. Like, the fact that you can threaten to KO just as soon as you take basically, like, any meaningful damage um, is really solid. So this is probably going to see a lot of use, I think.
2: Yes. And it's so fitting that they gave this type of play to Tauros, which is the, known as the Pokemon that gets angry and angrier the more you taunt it and you want to attack it. So. Yeah, you just said it's, you don't want to hit this thing unless you're sure you're gonna kill it. Because each damage counter you put on this bad boy means that that bad boy is gonna cream your face. That came out wrong. It's gonna
0: punch (laughs) your face. And the format right now is very much um, geared towards two hit KOs.
2: Exactly. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, this is one, and it's it's colorless. It needs just a, anything you want to do in this card. It just needs a double colorless. That's it. Yep. For all three attacks, you just need oh, really a double good. colorless. It is crazy. It's, it's great. It's amazing. It's one of the best cards of the set for sure. So super effective for me. Sublime.
0: Super effective, definitely. And Get greater. it. <laughs> this bad boy is going to
2: cream your face. <laughs> It, it
0: creams your face.
2: <laughs> oh, God. I mean, this is supposed to be... Snack. Uh, uh, sorry. Um, <laughs> so, we're going to move on to... now. We just finished all the Pokemon. Thank God. We thought that was never going to end. Although, I secretly wish it didn't. And we're going to move on to our trainers. And we quite... Quite a few of them in this set, and some of them reprints, some of them not. But overall, everything looks interesting. Let's go ahead and start with a new one with Ilma. Sublime, you want to take Ilma?
0: Is it Ilima? I always assumed it was Ilima. Uh,
2: don't go by um, me, I pronounce everything all wrong. Right.
0: So, this is a big gamble card. Um, Supporter, Ilima. Um, both players shuffle their hands into their deck. Then, both players flip a coin. If heads, the player draws six. If tails, the player draws three. Yes,
2: this reminds me of oh, what was the name of that professor? Professor for the Birch. Birch. Thank you, Professor Birch. Where you you draw seven or four, but this is six or three. So it's and both a- players. And both players correct. So it's interesting. It's an interesting card. What do you think, Gator?
1: I think this is bad and don't play it because half the time is not a result you want. Yeah,
2: right. um, it like can end up with six and you with three makes no sense. And you played yeah. the card.
1: <laughs> yeah. That one in four chance, uh, I me snag if I did the math wrong. Um, sounds terrible to me. Like I don't ever want that situation. Um, so yeah, I think this way this averages out, you're like averaging out to like 4.5 cards a game or something like that. Yeah. Um, or four cards a game, five cards a game, um, off the draws, so no. Unless N goes away, and, like, every other draw supporter goes away, I would not play this.
2: Yeah. I, uh, I 100 agree with you, Gitter. Nothing else nothing else to add there. Sublime?
0: Stay away from it. Just don't. <laughs> yeah. It's I don't uh, like not it. very
2: I mean, effective. It
0: hypothetically is disrupt. Like, if your opponent has ten cards, either way, you're, like, reducing the size of their hand, but, like, it's just not worth it. No, the mm-mm, risk is too mm-mm. the risk
2: is too high and the payoff too low. Yes. So, uh, not very effective for that one, Gator.
0: Not, not very effective.
2: effective. And sublime.
0: Not very effective.
2: So much for our first captain. Let's move on to our newest Professor Cookie. Um, Gator, take us away.
1: Porter. Draw two cards. During your turn, your Pokemon's attacks deal 20 more damage to your opponent's active Pokemon. We decided we didn't like Giovanni's Scheme, so we're just going to remove any reason for you guys to play it. Um, it's basically <laughs> what Professor Kukui is. It's is exactly um, that. Drawing two is never bad. 20 damage is always good. This is
0: great. I like it. Yep. Sublime. i played Giovanni's Scheme because, like... Opportunities to increase your damage are very rare mm-hmm. in um, support cards or item cards, and so whenever they make one, I think it's like has a lot of potential, because your opponent won't be able to predict that you can KO them until you do it. Um, this is my favorite supporter in the set. Big fan of it.
2: The fact that you can draw cards and do 20 damage, it's a no-brainer. And I mean,
0: do, yeah, yeah.
2: It's a no-brainer. It's, it's, the, it's a win-win situation that Giovanni doesn't give us, because Giovanni's, you have to choose. Either you want to deal the damage or draw the cards. So, I'd, definitely, definitely a great card, and I'll give it
1: a super effective.
0: I also give it a super effective.
1: I give it a super effective, but I don't know what I cut for it yet. Yeah.
2: Okay, moving on to our next big team, Team Skull Grunt. We already covered this earlier today, but we're going to go and take a closer look. We have Team Skull Grunt, a supporter, and look at your opponent's hand and discard two energy cards you find there. Not bad at all. I'm liking this a lot. How about you, Sublime?
0: It's okay. I don't like that it has to be energy. I I wish they'd let you discard what you wanted.
2: Uh, that's true, but this is the good thing. is energies and not basic energies as well.
0: That's true, but it's so, still like.
2: Yeah. Eh. <laughs> How about you, Gator? Do
0: you remember? I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, Gator. Go ahead. No, no, no go supply. No. There is a card from X and Y. Who's the evil boss of? I'm um, not X and Y of Black and White. Getsis. Getsis, yeah. this is a better card than this. Yeah. That's true, um,
2: but Getsis is not a rotation,
0: though. No, but like. And Getser doesn't throw the items away, he just puts them in the deck. Yeah, yeah, they're different, but I find it an unimpressive effect for a mm-hmm. supporter.
2: I mean, it's better than Team Rocket, which is just discarding energy.
0: Or Team Flareground. Team, Team,
2: Team Flaregrunt, sorry, yes.
1: Discarding an energy, but that's any energy. Okay, so this is my favorite supporter from the set, and this is the reason none of you are going to want to play with me anymore. <laughs> um... I run decks that are all about energy disruption a lot of the time. That's one of my favorite archetype, energy mm-hmm. disruption and mill. And this card, you don't know how many times I have had game in hand, except for the fact that I know they can attach next turn and win. Yeah. Like that's it. That's been the only thing stopping me is being able to get into their hand and discard an energy or discard two energies. Um, when I have the game in hand, because I play other things that hammers with puzzle time and recycle it. So, this card now, being somebody that plays this archetype, I love it.
0: So, I am excited. This is a uh, one-up, guaranteed.
2: I do like it. it. I'm going to give it a super effective. Sublime.
0: It's not bad. I just don't think it's great. So, I'm just going to give it effective. And get her. Super effective.
2: Super effective. Moving on to Ellie. I remember when Ellie came out, there was a small rumor. Lily. Lily. Lily, Lily, yes, that one. Because she's
0: Lily livered,
2: uh, and she's a supporter. And Gator, I think it's your time.
1: It's my time. And my, never mind. Um, <laughs> Lily, supporter, draw cards until you have six in your hand. If this is your first turn, draw cards until you have eight cards in your hand.
2: Yep, interesting card. Very interesting. This Um, is a
1: functional reprint of uh, Bianca, except for that 8-card bit at the beginning. Bianca did not see any play, so that's a neat indicator. Mm -hmm. Um, Drawing up to 6 is hard. Being able to guarantee this gets in your hand at the beginning of the game means uh,
2: playing a a Mm
1: playset. And that's really hard to sell me on, um, getting a playset and putting it in the deck, because later on, it doesn't really work that much. If we, like, lose Sycamore and stuff, then yeah, sure, it gets better. But until we lose Sycamore and some of the other better draw supporters, I'm not too sold on it.
2: Yeah, I agree. I'm going to give it an effective, because it's not necessarily a bad card, it's just there's better things at the moment that do better. Sublime.
0: I think it's overrated. Um, I know there are some people who have been excited about it when they saw its effect. Give me Sycamore, give me kikui. do not give me Lily. Not very effective. And Gator. Effective.
2: Okay, moving on. We have Crushing Hammer, which we know I'm just announcing it because it is being reprinted, so it's worth noting, finally, we have Crushing Hammer. Uh, Wait, Crushing Hammer hasn't... He didn't ever leave the rotation. Nope, it's It's still here. Well, it's going to stick around for longer. Exactly, sorry. Uh, But we do have Timer Ball, which is definitely new. Timer Ball is an item card. It flipped two coins. For each head search your deck for an evolution Pokemon and put them in your hand Shuffle your deck afterwards uh Gator what do you think
1: I think we've had this card in format before and it was good then it's good now
2: yep not bad and so I mean the only way this card is bad if you get two tails if you even if you get a one t- uh, one head it's still a win it's an item card it's not a supporter so I like it sublime
0: it's okay. Like, I don't like that it's reliant on coin flips. Um, there's a lot of other cards that can get you what you want more reliably, like Repeat Ball, so I don't think it's that great. Yeah.
2: So, effective for me, Sublime. Effective. Stangator. Not great. Effective. Okay. Moving on to Repel. Repel, Sublime, take it away.
0: I like, this is fascinating, what they've done with Repel. Um, your opponent switches their active Pokemon with one of their benched Pokemon. Your opponent chooses the bench Pokemon to switch.
2: Yep, It's an escape rope without you having to retreat your own Pokemon. It's interesting. Gator, what do you think?
1: I think this is a effective Lysander if they've only got one on the bench. Yep. Um, and I think a lot of the time, there's situations where I want something else that's not the active. Mm-hmm. Um, because either it's like set up to attack me, or I know what they have on the bench can't retreat. Um, so, I think this is gonna... Mm, I don't know what deck I wanted in right now, but I like it. I like it, too.
2: I like it, too, for that exact reason you just said. In these situations when your opponent has only one bench Pokemon, that's a Lysander right there, guaranteed. It's an item card, not a supporter. You can use up to four. No problem. Um... The, I never play played... Liked, I played Escape Road, but I really sometimes, I found that 50% of the time, I was in a situation where I didn't want to switch out my own Pokemon. It was annoying. I wanted to keep the Pokemon I had, I just wanted to get rid of whatever it had. And this is a solution for that, and I really like that a lot. Because of that, I am, myself, personally going to give it a super effective sublime.
0: It's Taurus repellent. Um... <laughs> Yeah, it creams in Taurus's face. Um, Oh God! (laughs) It's effective. I would run one of.
2: Yep. And Gator.
1: Ditto on Sublime. I'd definitely run it in something effective. Also, ditto the creaming in the face. Oh God! Um, (laughs) (laughs)
0: Like it looks like it's spraying, so you're just spraying Taurus in the face. Oh
2: my God! Moving on, so
0: that you can attack something else. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> sure. Moving on to Rotom Pokedex before we get completely sued here by Snap. Sorry guys, it's after midnight at my
1: house. I'm it's sorry. after 11 <laughs> at um, yeah. Sublime. So 10 I got
0: businesses. homework after this too.
2: Yeah. Okay. Um, so, Sublime, take it away with... Ro- uh, no, Rotom
0: Pokedex. Oh, this is something we all like. Yep. I think this has a place in the game. Oh, yeah. uh, count how many prize cards you have left and shuffle them into your deck. Then place as many news prize cards from the top of your deck. It's amazing. Yeah, there's times when you need something that you realize is prized, and this will get it back into your deck. Yep. Gator. I don't have the kind of luck to get what I want out of the prizes and what I
1: don't want into the prizes. Um, I can think you could get do something cute with this in Greedy Dice, um, and maybe Gyarados um, Ancient Origins...
2: Might like it. I mean, Greninja uh, will love it if you find out that you have Frogadier's yeah. in your discard. I mean, your prizes.
1: I mean, playing Greninja, I can still do work as long as I don't have like three Frogadier's prized. But honestly, that's a scoop anyway. Like, what are you gonna do?
2: <laughs> you're gonna Rotom <road laughs> Pokedex you, That's exactly.
1: what
0: if that you, you gonna can, do. If you can
1: get the Rotom Pokedex you're gonna have to dig for it. And by that time, your opponent's got a board state set up, and you're just kind of getting rolled over because your Froakies can't live.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, okay, hypothetical. You start with Talonflame because that's what you shoot for. You search for the two cards and you're like, oh no, yeah. I have no Frogadier. And then you're like, well, one of my cards I'm going to search for is Rotom Pokedex. Yep. I can see that, but I don't see it, you know what I mean?
2: <laughs> yeah. <Well, laughs> oh, I'm going to super effective. Because <laughs> Rotom Pokedex
1: is priced too.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that <laughs> is true. Yeah, then I guess it's a...
2: So I'm going to go to a super effective. I like, it. I like it. Give us an option that we didn't have in the past. And that's always welcome. Sublime.
0: Also, super effective. There are decks that are very happy this exists now.
2: Yeah, and Gator.
0: Not very effective.
2: Oh wow, we, we, you went straight on to not very effective. Nope. Gotcha. Okay, so we have a just a few more left. We're almost done, guys. Uh, experiencers got reprinted. Energy retrieval got reprinted. Big Malasada. Why would you say that? That is a new card. Heal 20 damage and one special condition from your active Pokemon. That's funny. It specifically says one special condition. <clears throat> I know it's because in the TCG you can get multiples, but it's still hilarious. <laughs> um, It's an okay card. Eh, it's like a potion in my... I, I wouldn't give it the time of day, so not very effective no. for me.
1: Same. Just move not on. Not very effective. With-
2: we got Nest Ball got reprinted. We got Switch got reprinted. Poison Barb is something.
1: <laughs> no, 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 Nest Ball's new. Nest Ball's new. What what? Nest Nest Ball Level new. Ball Oh is I'm confusing old.
2: with Neville Yeah, sorry. Retreat. Going back and it's Nest Ball. Gator, take it away.
1: Search your it's an item. Search your deck for a basic Pokemon and put it on your bench. Shuffle your deck afterwards. Don't do this to your shaman, don't do it to your hoopah, cause that can be played from your hand. Yep. But literally every other basic Pokemon, just pull it out of the discard or pull it out of the, the deck without having to worry about it. This is a consistency card and it is super consistent. Love this card.
2: Yep, yep. Yeah, I got confused with Nest, uh, level ball, so yeah, totally uh, super effective for me.
0: No coin flip required, super effective. And Gator super card. effective. Awesome.
2: And then moving on to Poison Barb. It's an item tool. If your Pokemon this card is if the Pokemon card is attacked to your active well, let me restart that again. If the Pokemon this card is attached to is your active Pokemon and is damaged by an opponent's Pokemon attack attack, the attacking Pokemon is now poisoned. That was a lot harder to read than I expected. I hope it's not just me. Anyway. So, basically, if you get hit by something, they get poisoned? Yep. Um, eh, not very effective.
0: It's like Bursting Balloon, but instead of doing 60 consistent damage, you poison them.
2: You can do 10 damage, and they might just switch out the next turn, so whatever.
0: But, uh, but Bursting burst. Balloon goes away, this does not. That's
1: true, but although, that is, right? I mean... <laughs> I like this in my, um, Raticate Break deck, um... <laughs> Because I will put them down to 10 HP. If they hit me next turn, they die.
2: That is true. That is very true. Although you would be playing, you would be already playing Ariados plus the No. Raticate I don't. Deck. This,
1: is, this is my Radicate Break deck. is based It's a dark deck, um, so it plays uh, energy denial and removal. Yeah. And it works to like counter the meta right now. So it does not do any kind of poisoning. So this would be a fun little tech to throw in there.
2: Okay. Uh, Doesn't convince me. I mean, not very effective no. for me. This poison's is- hard. Yeah. Uh, Sublime. Like
0: poison decks will play with it, but I don't think it's great. Not very effective. Yeah. And Gator. Effective. There's places it has a place.
2: Yep. And then we have uh, double colorless energy got reprinted, of course, as well as Rainbow Energy. Um, uh, we have the starter gx cards which we have discussed we can go around them really quick just to finish off we got decidui gx we've already talked multiple times around it we're gonna skip all that you've heard it before i'm just gonna mm-hmm. go out straight say it's not very effective i don't like it
1: it's super effective
0: super effective i don't like it
1: Anyway, are hate it when they start getting beat by it too Trust me, this is, this is you and Talonflame all over again. Yeah. Moving um, on. T-
2: <laughs> that might be the case. I would not be surprised. But for now, I just don't see me wasting my time with it. Moving on to uh, the tiger that is Incineroar. Um, we've discussed it before, so we're going to go uh, jump straight to the rating. I'm going to go ahead and say mm, not very effective. Sublime.
0: Not very effective.
2: And Gator. Effective. It does a pretty decent amount of damage, but I still think that being fire, it just have too many, too many cons right now. And then we're going to move on to the real good GX of the starters, in my opinion, which is, you know, the right one. It is Primarina, and I'm going to go ahead and give it, of course, super effective. Sublime.
0: It is super
1: effective. And Gator. Mm, effective.
2: Okay, there you go. So by default, Primarina won. Oh! <laughs> um- no, I'm g- kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> hold your horses, hold your horses. Um, okay, finishing off, we got uh, How, which is a new supporter, basically the new, um forgot the name nope. of sure. it. Dan- Terno. Uh Draw three sure. cards, nothing special. We got Energy Switch uh, being reprinted, por- uh, Potion, Super Bowl. Of course, great ball. which is great ball. great ball. We got ultra ball being reprinted as uh, needed and rare candy as well. We got Pokemon catcher as, uh, as well being reprinted. Um, and of course, we're going to finish off with what is Snorlax GX. Uh, we already discussed Snorlax GX in the past a lot. I'm going to start just by the rating and I'm going to say that it's not very effective. Uh, go ahead, Sublime.
0: Don't play Snorlax, play Taurus. Not yeah. very effective.
2: And Gator. Gator.
1: It's effective. It made a top eight. Um, so it's a promo card, not technically in the set, but it did something. It's interesting.
2: And that's it for the review. We did it, guys. Round of applause for us. Round of applause because we made it this far. Uh, but we finally uh, reviewed all the important cards or divisive cards of this set. Now it's time to end this by giving us our all, giving out the overall review of the set. So, starting out with. Sublime, what do you To be give? completely... Oh,
0: go ahead. I'm sorry. I thought you had already... No, go no ahead and redo that. I'm sorry.
2: No, um, <laughs> no problem. Yeah. What do you think of Sun and Moon?
0: Well, I was more excited when X and Y came out, but I'm excited. Yep. Gator. I think it's going to revitalize
1: a format that's kind of getting stale. Um, so I'm super excited for it. I think there's going to be three or four new decks to come out of this.
2: I am as well. I'm really excited not just because of the GX card. Honestly, they're great. But I see that the non-GX cards are going to be a very important play in this new meta. I'm going to go ahead and call this Super Effective. Sublime. Super Effective. And Gator.
1: Super Effective.
2: There we go. The Puckle TCG cast review for the Sun and Moon base set coming February 3 is Super Effective. Once it comes out, guy, buy those... Cards that we uh, suggest that you do and get ready because things are going to get exciting and very interesting. So let's go ahead and move on to our mailbag and finish off with Pokemon. Who's that Pokemon? We'll be right back. It's Mail. Welcome back everybody and we're going to go ahead and go with our mailbag. Uh trainer's mail, and we only have one this time around, and it comes from Ben, and Ben says, I am a new player, and will be heading out to a Sun and Moon pre-release at my local shop next weekend, I wonder if you had any tips or strategies for this format, or for the pre-release for this set in particular, and that's it, thank you Ben for writing in, and welcome to our little community, I hope you join us at Facebook, at facebook.com slash puckle tcg, uh, uh, we have a great community there. We got all the questions you need, everything. Hopefully, we can help you there. So, answering Ben's questions about pre-release, and specifically this pre-release, I'm glad that um, Gator started out this during our review with Corsola. is a great option. Uh, Gator, any other tips that you want to give our man Ben?
1: All right, run it down real quick for you. Bring 40 sleeves, 40 plus, okay, because you're going to build a 40-card deck. With the kit they give you. And that kit's going to have like 20-ish Pokemon. That are all going to be like pretty synergistic with each other. Go for it. Add all the trainers you can. Unless they're like super useless. Like I don't know. Uh, something that like Spirit Links for example. You wouldn't include um, Grab all your big basic Pokemon. Your big like heavy ones. That have like 2-3 to three energy attacks. Um, you want to have like between 13 and 18 energy. Don't pay attention to that sheet of paper. Um, so you usually want to do, like, it's roughly half your dex energy, a little less. All the trainers you can fit. And then, Pokemon, look for Pokemon. Um, keep your, um, evolution lines basic if you have at least two of the basic. Um, two basic, two evolved, two evolved after that. Um, all the status conditions are super powerful. Don't forget all, Don't sleep on those. Ha ha ha. Um, and, uh, it's all, if you can get a GX out, Perfect. You can usually sweep with a GX. Um, that's my that's my little spiel on there. Um, have fun. Nobody's playing the best deck. Nobody knows how to build a great deck for pre-release. It's all luck.
2: Yeah. Sublime, anything you want to add to that?
0: Uh, Hope you draw a double colorless energy I and you'll probably say. win. That's how I, I won at BuckleCon.
2: Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, the advantage this set has is it brings a double colorless, so that's going to be the key card
1: right there. Yeah, and um, know how uh, uh, status effects work. Don't let Shamu uh, use your no- lack of knowledge about the game and tell you that uh, you have to flip a coin to wake up from paralysis. Um, <laughs> oh,
0: <laughs> I remember that.
2: And that's basically it. Um, thank you, Ben, for calling in. And that's it for Trainer Smell. I'm going to move on to our last part now, which is Who's That Pokemon? Pokemon 15 Questions coming out right next. Who's that Pokemon? Welcome back, everybody, and it's that time—the time to end this with Who's That Pokemon? As you all guys know, it's the chance for you, the uh, the get listeners, try to stump our co-host. Please excuse us; it's late, and it's been a two-hour-and-a-half podcast. As you guys know, you're going to try to stump our co host here, so rules are, lower your browsers, no internet available, no Pokedexes, no nothing, no help whatsoever. You can ask questions about the Pokedex numbers or regions or, no, regions, yes, sorry, no generations. Um, And we're going to start, Sublime starts, following by Gator and so forth, and we start now. Sublime, what's your first question?
0: We are tired, so we may falter tonight. Um, Is this Pokemon part of an evolution chain?
1: It is. Gator. Is this Pokemon a water type? It is.
0: <laughs> it's sublime. Is this Pokemon dual type? No. Gator.
1: Is this Pokemon a
0: basic? Yes. Sublime. Basic. I'm writing down what we have. So it's part of an evolution line. Um, it's a basic, it's a water type, not dual type. Um... Does this Pokemon only evolve once?
2: Yes. Gator.
0: Um.
1: Can this Pokemon be found in the Hoenn region?
0: Mm, Yes. Sublime. Is the evolution... No, I'm asking that wrong. You know I'm not. Is the evolution of this Pokemon a dual type?
2: No. Gator. Gator.
1: this Pokemon blue? Ugh,
2: oh, I hate color questions.
1: Um, is it mostly blue? Uh, you blue. call it
2: a blue? I mean, it's different. <sighs> I don't count that question. I can't tell. <laughs> I don't know um, if you call that a blue or not.
1: Okay, um... Is this Pokemon... Um, uh, does this Pokemon have a good TCG card? <laughs> <laughs>
0: no. <laughs>
1: oh, well, that <laughs> does some of
0: them. Does not have a good TCG card. Um, can this Pokemon be found in Kanto?
2: Hmm. Um,. Bear with me. Mm, No. No, you can't. Okay.
0: Does this Pokemon look like a fish?
2: Yes, sublime. By the way, it's uh, we're eleven questions now.
0: Okay, maybe we should start looking at our options. I think is it Finneon. Vinyon, isn't that from um Sino?
1: Yeah, but we go back to Oras. Could you catch it in Oras? I think so.
0: Uh Maybe okay, are there any other things it could be?
1: I mean Remoraid
0: Remoraid is bluish lo- like and looks like Remoraid looks like a fish just cuz freaking Octillery doesn't. Um does
1: this Pokemon... Oh, no, you have to ask it. I was going right. to ask him if it if it looked like a fish when it evolves. Like a regular fish, not like a okay. no, it, seafood it, it is of, your turn, Gator. Oh. Does this Pokemon evolve into some sort of, like, cephalopod-type octopus thing?
2: <laughs> yes. Yes!
0: Glad I asked. <laughs> All right. Okay. Is this Pokemon Remoraid? It is Remoraid. Congratulations, guys. Oh, hey, no,
1: that's no, not no, fair. No. It has a good TCG card. It has two. Both of those TCG cards are good. Discard a stadium and puts itself back on the bench.
2: That
0: is up to interpretation. So that was a risky one
2: Does the Pokemon's evolution have a good card? Have a good TCG card. I would have said (laughs) yes. Okay. (laughs) No, but congratulations. You you guys did awesome. And um, that's it for today's show. It's been a long journey, but I'm glad we did this. Because we, we are gave so our glad guys... you
1: can pause the podcast. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, guys, thank you so much for being here with us today. Thank you, Sublime, for everything. Thank you. Thank you, Gator.
1: This podcast just creamed my face in, so I'm going to go <laughs> hit the hay.
2: And of course, uh, for all you that are listening, thank you so much. Remember to follow us on, fe- on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. Check out our Reddit, subreddit, go if you can, if you have the money and you have the dollar to spend, please uh, be a Patreon and give something back, everything you put in will go back to the community a hundred times fold, and of course, um, join us at our chat box meetups at our PokemonPodcast.com webpage, and don't miss out all the great other shows that we have, such as, obviously, the main flag show, Pokemon Podcast. Uh, Our game show, new show For our own Professor Snag It's an excellent, excellent show And of course, with Ethan None other than the Movie Club Thank you for listening And of course, until next time It's closing time